Bring the ship up to broadcast deck. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show. It shovels to the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody. Be somebody. What's new? Oh, what are you doing? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Oh, how are you, Hefe? Welcome to the hideout. We are live. It is Saturday night. It is the 6 o'clock hour on 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs are back. And we'll even take your phone calls. Give us a call, 800-636-1067. You can hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio is the screen name on there. And hideoutradio.com is the address, uh, email, not the uh, website. That is the website, J-Dubs. People want to uh, go and look at that shell of a website and mm-hmm. link to other more involved websites concerning us, like hideoutheretics.net, the main fan board. So all of that is going on. Like we said, we're here. We're live until 9 o'clock. I believe the Jomentum continues with Joe Radio. Wonderful. And uh, there's just so much to, uh, to be st- discussed here in our secret place, the hideout. Um, again, 800-636-1067. Man, there's so much to talk about, too, Dubs. It was a big week. I just hope we'll be able to carry a conversation with each other because we've been giving each other the silent treatment. Yes. Uh, the whole car ride over to the studio. I tried to spur conversation. It no, just You were trying to be a hypocrite, but whatever. I'm not gonna <laughs> a be, hypocrite? I'm not going to be concerned about that. Uh, what I'm going to try to do is be a professional and talk to you. Uh, because I can't count on the callers. Normally, I'd be able to count on the callers, but it's Saturday night. They're out. They want to go get stuff done. And uh, we have no one to screen the phone calls on and off tonight because Sideshow needs to smoke. But whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, to be honest, I'd rather be here alone than be here with Dubs, but he's here. Why? So we'll continue to just trek through this if we can. I wish I could hide out from the hideout, but that's just not possible right now. So... Because we're here together. Oh, don't look at me with those puppy dog eyes. Because I mm-hmm. hate puppies. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Vick was doing a community service. That's why I stand on that. Uh, so here we are. And there's a lot to get to, like we said. Uh, I'm feeling much better than I did last week. Last week we were on. But from 4 to 7 o'clock because of Terps basketball, the podcasts are available on WJFK.com. Uh, feeling much better, though, now. Although... And I didn't even think about getting into this. I could talk about my actual trip to the clinic. And the man, mm-hmm. there was this guy there. I, mean, I don't know how many people go to the clinic. You know, everybody goes to the doctor's office. Yeah. Everyone was willing to... Sac- and when you're in the doctor's office, you're willing 
like you want to be next. Yeah. You hate to wait. But well, you're sick. I mean, you're you hate to do anything. You hate to be out of your bed when you're sick. So you want to get through there as fast as possible. No kidding. Fifteen people in this waiting room that I was in. One guy in the corner, coughing up a lung. Ugh. Literally, like chunks. Was anybody it, sitting next to him, or like it was every, just cleared? Yeah, no, there were people sitting because you, it was packed. Yeah, you can't get. And away. they were like, "Please get this dude out of here!" So everybody's trying to bump him to the front of the line. And he was sitting to the dude with the next to the dude with a broken leg. <laughs> so he's not even like he's there for this flu that's going around, you know? Oh, the, he wasn't even there to get treated. Oh yeah, I mean he okay. was he was there because he had a broken leg, but he didn't have the flu. I'm sure he does today because of the guy hacking next to mm-hmm. him. It was just a horrific scene. And for people that say healthcare is fine, what world are you living in? But anyway, we can talk about that later on. Uh, Valentine's Day was this week, I guess. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, it was. I have a wonderful girlfriend, um, and she told me it was Valentine's Day. I didn't realize. I, I just assumed, and I bought her something red. Uh, but I guess that red or pink, that's usually the way it goes with Valentine's. Uh, you know, there was the Potomac primaries this last week, so we can get into that just a little bit. Not to completely relive the past, but something interesting is going on there. A big announcement. Dubs and I will be tomorrow on XM Satellite Radio once again. Uh, WJFK alum, uh, Ron and Fez are doing a, uh, a special, The Night of 100 Podcasts, with six different shows, including us. Yep. So we'll be on sometime between 2 and 5 in the East. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then... Uh, there's a big announcement coming up, I believe, Tuesday on the Junkies. They have a big contest going on. Yeah, they have a lot of fun going on. <laughs> it, there with the, what? I believe it's... Uh, you can't say what it is. Oh, I can't? No. Ooh. No. You okay. Yeah. There's a big thing going on. Did you get the email from CK? Uh, yeah, but I, I just perused it. <laughs> Thank okay. you for yeah. stopping me there. Oh, man, I thought I only saw that. Yeah, because I was going to act like I knew something you didn't, but apparently you know. And you almost gave away mm-hmm. what it was. Anyway, Junkie's got a big thing coming up Tuesday. So uh, look for it. It was Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah. But you can't say that part. I can't say that part? I'm just kidding. So anyway, here we are with you, 800-636-1067. Now you got me all on edge. In our hideout. Why is that? Well, first you give me the silent treatment. Now you're, you got me... Uh, uh, wondering what I can and can't say. When you say whatever you want, it's me who can't say anything. Why? All right, let's just start the show with this. So we can get this out of the way and we can do a regular radio program for you. Mm-hmm. We're on the way in mm-hmm. to broadcast. And I'm looking at Dubs and I tell him, dude, you stink. You smell. Yeah, I didn't shower this morning and I went and uh, cleaned out my car in the heat. So I did a little bit of sweating there. And you're wearing a shirt that has been laying in the living room for at least a couple of days. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's probably part of it, too. So I I asked Dubs, because my girlfriend and I, who Dubs lives with us, mm-hmm. I asked him, how often are you showering uh, during the week? Three or four times. <sighs> hey, uh, that's now, all you need. Now, this is this has come up before with my girlfriend and I. I don't think you shower very often because I can smell the film on you. Uh, I, and I, I just looked at you, and you, sh- you say you're showering three or four times a week, mm-hmm. which is horrid for someone who is as busy as you are. And we, don't, we mention this occasionally. Those of you that are hardcore listeners of the show know that we're actually broadcasting from Tampa, Florida. Yes. So we're, it's not like it's... It's very hot and sticky in this it's area. It's not 40-something, 50-something. 
it was 80 degrees today. Yeah. And Dubs and his filthy undercarriage, mm-hmm. uh, which he only scrubs three days a week, apparently. What I do, I'll tell you what, I go all out. Well, that's the other thing my girlfriend brings up. What, what does Dubs take, 45-minute showers? And I'm like, yes, he has to because he's scrubbing off two days of filth. So I noticed Dubs is, first of all, funk mm-hmm. in my pristine scion. And then I just start looking at him. With his unshaven face. Yeah, I need to shave, too. And his beard. And he's having, you're having numerous issues with a car mm-hmm. because you were hit by a drunk driver. And we've talked about that on the show. And I, I just, and I, I shouldn't have said it because it was real. And I was just like, dude, I don't know how you do it. What, not shower? No, live. Because your life is, ugh. And that, that's the way I would describe it. It is that... You know how sometimes when you haven't showered, of course you know this, Dubs, mm-hmm. and you kind of rub underneath your armpit, and there's this little thing that comes off that you can rub yeah. in between your finger and yeah, your thumb. that film. Yeah. That is your life right now. And I look at him, and I go, dude, I don't know how you haven't shot yourself or how you're not even doing anything to change it. You and don't see me on a daily basis. I, I do. Am. I am working to change stuff. Just because I didn't shower today doesn't mean I'm not going out trying to change stuff. And so, and I, and I look at it and I'm just like, ugh. I, and I'm, I hate to be judgmental, but I, I just was. And I feel bad because I really was just horrified by you and your life and what's going on. And I felt bad. And you were like, dude, stop being an a-hole. Yeah, well, I, I, I ask you to... Stop piling on so much. I don't care if you be honest with me and everything, but, you know, he, you just kept on going and going and going. I wasn't going and going and going. I was just stating the obvious. Yeah, I was laying, over and over again. No, but I was just laying out facts. Yes. Because I was genuinely appalled. And I, I was just like, God. And then you're right. You said that. And so I shut up. And I did. I, 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 I mean. But, and, and then you did the even more prick move and say, I said, yeah, never have anything positive to say. And he said, all right, I won't say anything because I have nothing positive. Nothing. I, I didn't. I didn't have anything positive to say at the time. And you were right. I should have shut my mouth, and that's exactly what I did. What did you want me to say that was positive? Mm, I didn't want you to say anything. I wasn't looking for any kind of uh, I affirmation was, or I was, anything. Well, then I, I was, was just looking for you to not go on and on and on about the same few things. It felt like piling on after uh, a little bit there. I am sorry that I commented on something that was going on in my car. Commenting is fine. Pointing out is fine. You kept on hitting the same points like four times in a row. And I I was just like, geez, come on. And that's why I I'm said... I'm not asking for you to sugarcoat anything. And that's why I shut up. I wasn't that's, asking you for you to shut up either. But no, but that's why I shut up, though, because I couldn't say anything else. Let's go to Scott on line two. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, Dubs. Yo. Listen, I got to ask you a question. Sure. How bad does it make you feel when a Mexican says you stink? <laughs> Dude, you're awful. Beat it. Scram. That's how far I've fallen. Hey, man, how bad is that? <laughs> All right, already. Thank you, Scott, for the phone call. Ass. 800-636-1067. How do you not shower daily? You don't need to. Yes, you it do. It is unhealthy. You're you washing. do. You do. You work. Do. And this is the thing. You work very hard. Mm-hmm. 
especially at the one job, at the night job. Yeah. You stink. You, I mean, it's awful. It's not awful. No, it's really bad. Today it is. <laughs> this reminds me of when I knew Dubs back in Lansing, Michigan, mm. and no one ever wanted to tell him that he stunk yeah, because I, he stunk. I knew. How about a little comment? See, when I wake up in the morning, I don't know if anyone else is like this. I would assume so because D.C. is a, this is a culture town. And that's the problem with Dubs is because we're living in Tampa. He's lost his culture. He's become Florida. Mm. I have to shower every day. I feel like almost in a sense I'm cleansing what happened in the previous day away. What? Is there a daily rape going on? Whatever. Sometimes there is, mentally. <laughs> it's good. I guess this is J-Dub as opposed to J-Dubs okay. on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. That's right. This is J Dub Singular, the original J Dub okay. of DC. We don't, we don't have no fake J Dubs up here, mm-hmm. but listen, I used to listen to you guys when you guys were up here broadcasting. I love the show, and I'm glad to hear you guys are back on the air. But I'm listening to you, and I'm, I'm hearing that Dubs is uh, living with you there, Hefe. Uh, as nasty as that is, <laughs> my real question is, um, where's his uh, uh, lady friend that he was with when he was around this area? Ah, thank you for the phone call, J-Dub. By the way, whenever Dubs is not around, I'd love to fill in uh, with you because you sound like you have a personality more than this shell of a man I have now with me. Dubs, where is the ex? The ex left me um, <laughs> about a year ago Ouch. for another guy. Didn't know that. Yeah, you did. Oh. And, uh, yeah, that's what happened there. After we lost our gig over in Orlando, she decided to uh, go another route with another guy. So she she jumped off the money train. Yeah, she said, "Uh uh-oh, you don't have any stuff anymore. Oh, look at you. You have stuff. Let me go get your stuff. Now, can you blame her? Because that's really kind of a smart thing, survival of the fittest, to do. I mean, that's the normal woman thing to do. I don't know. I don't know if it's the normal woman thing. I think anyone would do it. So you guys are no longer together? No. You guys are getting back together, though, right? No, no. Hey, but she has contacted me in the last few days, chit-chatting back and forth, uh, because, I don't know, she has issues, and she wants help. Does, so. she, does she feel like your member can make her feel better? It didn't work before. <laughs> Um, there was rarely any sexual activity going on then, so I don't know really why that would help feel, now. Did she even really feel it then? Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys no longer together? No, no. Even though she's come back into your life because... In, in, in some form, yeah, just as uh, <laughs> casual chatting type uh, type activities go. And there's no way you'll move back in with her? No, 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 no. That sucks. Let's get a mark on line two. You're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, boys? Yep. Hey, dude. I missed you guys back here in D.C., man. Thank so, you. I miss you, thank too, you sweetie. For, yeah, thank you for finding us, Schnookums. Hey, it's been a long time, man. I miss you guys a lot. Big time. Um, hey, uh, Doves. Hey, yeah. You, you're a great guy. You don't sound like the same person who's afraid of constructive criticism. That is true. Doves doesn't take constructive criticism at all. Yes, I do. In fact, I, I welcome it. You're, Just you're a, not, all right, you know, if if someone says something to you, you you get it, you know. If they start saying the same thing to you four or five times in a row, you're like, all right, I get it. Dubs, here's you know. the thing, man. You get your best, uh, I guess you're one of your best friends, man. You guys have been together for a long time. Mm-hmm. You need to, the reason you need to take a shower, <laughs> not, not, not for yourself. I shower. 
No, he doesn't, dude. Yes, oh, I do. Mark, Mark, you hold don't, on a second. No, you don't. Mark, I, let me, Mark, let me tell you, for real, I'm not no. even playing. The what? Ca- my girlfriend and I look at him, and I because we share the same shower, amazingly enough. I don't shower in the same bathroom yeah, as my girlfriend. Yeah, same house, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I see that he has the same towel that has been unused, essentially, for at least... Four weeks at a no, time. I'm it, talking a month. Dude. I keep it in my room. I don't keep it in the uh, bathroom. It's your parents' fault. They didn't teach you. <laughs> I know. I mean, in a wrong way. It's just the way it is, man. You're a hippie. It sounds like you're part of a hippie family, you know? And nah, just what, dirty. I remember back in the day when Ron Fez used to belittle you back in the day. Mm-hmm. He did it for the right reasons, man. You were a great guy. You're one of the best things that ever happened to DC uh, Waves when you went I, to. I, I agree. Thank, hey, Mark, thank you for the phone go, but I cut and you off have there. Have a good night. All right, thanks. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Any, all these people are coming back into the hideout and they're remembering mm-hmm. us and they're finding us again. They will find that it is not the same dog. It is too. I am. I, I, I mean, yeah, because you haven't washed. So. <laughs> It's literally the same dubs that used to live in it's Alexandria. The same underwear, right? But uh, it's still the same guy. I'm I've changed a little bit just because time, but I don't think I'm overall a different person. So anyway, that's where we're at. At least we're able to talk it out. I was willing to talk it out in the car. You weren't. No, you didn't want to talk it out because you didn't want me to say anything. No, no, I just didn't want you to harp on the same thing over and over and over again. That's all I wanted. I didn't. I wasn't mad that you were you were criticizing me at all. What upset you the most? You you went on the same topics that you were going going on here, over and over and over again without really. But I wasn't even talking to you. I was I was really honestly, I was I was, I was speaking out loud to myself, like oh my god, I couldn't do it. Like how could you not change? I, I don't I don't understand. How could you not? That's what I was saying. Like, it wasn't even talking about you. And maybe that was my fault because I was speaking like you weren't in the car when obviously you were because mm. of the aroma. But that's what I was doing. And, again, I felt bad. But when you told me I was being a prick, I stopped it. And you got mad. I didn't get mad yeah, at you all. Yeah, you Dude, did. Dude, I swear to Christ I didn't get mad. I, got, I felt guilty. I felt guilty because you were right on, man. I... I didn't feel like I was piling on, but I guess I was. And that's and I didn't have anything else to say at that point because that's honestly what I wanted to talk about. Just even I continued the conversation in my mind. Cuz I, I didn't have anything else to comment on. It's not like I don't like you. Unfortunately, you're like my brother. You're more I have more of a connection to you than my brother, which by the way, I'm, I'm going to write that down and talk to you about my brother. I had dinner with my father yesterday. Mm-hmm. I swear to Christ, he has raised a Bateman. And I don't mean a Tommy Bateman, or former producer. I'm talking about an actual Patrick, Patrick Bateman. Bateman from American Psycho. This kid's got issues. And Have I, think, I ever met that brother? No. Okay. Um, I th- yeah, I'm going to write that down. Let's go to Chris in the meantime on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, guys. I just wanted to say uh, welcome back, man. It's been uh, horrible times that you guys have been gone. We missed you guys over in D.C. listening to you guys. Thank you, brother. Hey, uh, quick thing. It's uh, role reversals here. It used to be Hefe used to whine and complain all the time because his wife left him and all of this stuff, and now it's uh, the other way around. And I'm not whining. Actually, I... I <laughs> Jay does is uh, the, the victim now. Oh, I'm not a victim. I, I, I'll i tell you what. I, I deserve everything I got. 
I cheated on I cheated on my ex many times. I cheated on my ex many times. It was I I was in uh, it was well within her rights to cheat on me. Just because I found out makes me a better person because I'm not stupid enough to fall for it. Hey, cheating on yourself with yourself doesn't mean yeah. you're actually cheating on someone. Oh, no. I got the poon, my friend. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, brother. I uh, I still haven't washed the last one off. It's been five months. My <laughs> my hack Elmo, or hack my Elmo says, can you smell what the dubs is cooking? Yes. Or what the dubs is wearing. The Fromunda cheese. He's right, though. Roles have reversed for anyone who listened to the hideout before. Yeah, you used to be the one out showering because you had always showered. No, because you had the uh, the dreads going, so you couldn't wash them. I was always clean, man. <laughs> always clean. Let's go to Mark here in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yo, dude. Hey, I've been listening to you guys. Funk, yeah. I do use the baby wipes that are provided. That ain't a shower. That's not a shower. But I'm just saying that for the bathroom purposes. That helps out a little bit. And you bit. didn't even buy those. I did. I know. I do appreciate it. I do you, miss them whenever they're not there. But you know what? He's right. Because there's this thing where, I mean, the shower time, too, is also time to to gather yourself, to plan out what the rest of your day is going to be like. Or if the it, shower is or, still a red, relatively recent uh, invention to go into every household. But guess what? That's fine if you're living in Africa. You're living in America where there are at least two or three showers in every bathroom. You could say that if you were living in Fallujah, but you're, li- you're not living in Fallujah. You're living in the United States of Barack. And because of that... Oh, God, no. I, I can't imagine being in the United States of Barack. It's going to be. No, it can't be. But regardless... This whole idea of, all oh, the shower is a new concept. It is. People used to do it once a month, pay $5 at the uh, barbershop. What? Yeah. At the barbershop? Yeah, there was a big tub at the barbershop, and you could pay 5 bucks to use it. Is that the problem? That, they're, that it's not a community shower? Yes. And you wish a, I need a nice community shower with uh, some other men watching and uh, using the Jergens. You know, I actually am working at... Um, at a Gold's, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, when I work out in the morning. And uh, <clears throat> I used to be real embarrassed about showering in public. Maybe it's because I'm older now, but I don't even care anymore. No, you, you, you I, 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 used to, I used to hide my, uh, my, naughty wank, bits. my wank, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. And I still kind of do, but I'm not as bashful, I suppose. And maybe because it's covered by hair, but... You know, whatever. <laughs> you can't judge it if you can't see it. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's like this weird kind of progression that as you get older, you're just kind of like, oh, whatever, we all have them. Yeah. So, so what? I've never really cared about being seen naked. And I'm not overly impressive. I'm not embarrassed with my stuff either. I am embarrassed with my multiple tattoos that I have all over my body. So whenever I do have to shower in public... You're going to see a bucko Bruce on my bum. Any <laughs> uh, apples crossed my back, Green Bay on my back. Bets, yep. uh, lost either against Fez Watley or Don Geronimo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing. So I, I, But that still wouldn't even really bother me too much when I shower in public. So anyway, the lesson that we have learned here. What is, is it? That dubs, 
does not shower, mm-hmm. and does, every day, and does not take uh, constructive criticism well. I do. I can take constructive criticism all day, and I freely admit that I shower three or four times a week, and I think that's plenty. We're essentially living in Cuba. Mm-hmm. For those of you just now tuning in, it's the hideout. And if Barack Obama becomes president, it might as well be Cuba. Shut up. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hef and Dubs, we're back. We're live. Now that we got this out of the way, do we feel like we can do a quality radio show? Will you at least go into the bathroom and take a Mexican shower? And it's well documented. That's not I'm not not going to have you stand above me in the bathroom. That's not the kind of... Thing I'm into. We'll take a break and come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. It's bad radio. The Hideout. El Jefe and J Dubs. Caution. Retards in area. The Hideout. Live on a Saturday night back in the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I'm El Jefe. That is Jay Dudden Scrubs. Um, feel free to come into the hideout if you like. 800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. There's a one in front of that? Yes. When did that happen? I think maybe you can do from the cell phones, just the 800. Mm, okay. Not sure. Let's see here. <coughs> um, getting this on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio is the name on there. Yes, it is. Dubs is turning into Chunks, your former producer. Those of you that remember the show from the you know, DC days, of course, early Corolla. DC days, it's Chunks Corolla, who is a lovable loser. Um, he said it won't be long until Dubs is making a nest of clothing in his room. And I type back, too late. Seriously. Ah, it's not a nest. No, because a nest has order. Um... Then he goes on to say, I haven't been listening to you guys as long as been on the air, but I'm downloading stuff from hideoutheretics.net, and uh, it's great stuff. So every, like, old show, like, ever in existence yes. is on hideoutheretics.net. Even the stuff that we're doing on AM radio, mm-hmm. uh, for whatever Oh, reason. that's made it up there? Yeah, it's on hideoutheretics.net. Yeah. yeah, so it's, hey, it's good stuff, whatever, I'm proud of it. Yeah, I know, but it's uh, it's a different show, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine that the, the people who... They, there'd be a culture shock sometimes if you uh, are going from an old DC show to one of the AM radio shows. Yeah, that's certainly true. Yeah, now I think about it, you're absolutely right. Speaking of the old school, here is former intern and all round, just all round, uh, Sid Kata, one of the comedy dumplings. Oh, that's right. He's doing this four horsemen bit, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Re explain the. I, I, I'll explain the bit for him because new people are coming on every day. And I don't know. I mean, it's. I guess it's a bit. I don't know. Sid Cada says that he and Matt Albert, who was a hardcore listener, the other half of the comedy dumplings, are former producers, Chunks Corolla and Tommy Bateman. They all make up this fictional club called the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. A fictional. We will come down there and put the comedic boots to you, Hefe. <laughs> you don't mess with the four horsemen. That's right. They are the best thing going. Today! Woo! Okay. 
Listen, Hefe and Dubs, mm -hmm. big news about the writer's strike, but before I get into that, okay. if I may just for a moment discuss tomorrow's Night of 100 podcast on XM. That's right, Dubs and I'll be... Uh, well, you know, I hope uh, I'm not making you blush too much, Hefe, when I say that the two guys I'm looking forward to hearing uh, are both members of Team Fez and mm -hmm. maybe the funniest guys on radio since Ron Bennington. Okay. Uh, they'll be on somewhere between two and five. Thank you. I'm talking about Bronx Johnny and Pepper Hicks of High Society Radio. Oh, okay. I thought and, you were going to mention the high now. Oh, 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 no, don't forget, Dubs' one-hour monologue, which I'm also looking forward to just as much, if that's me, even possible. Me too, with bated ears. Uh, what else is going on? All right, as you may have heard, Wednesday was the official end of the writer's strike. Mm -hmm. That means all the four horsemen, myself, Tommy Bateman, Matt Albert, the other guy, will still all not be helping the hideout in any way. Yeah, I can see that. And we know we're hurting. Well, hey, <laughs> um, if, I, if you'd like to get into why, I can, uh, I can discuss it in a matter I think you'll understand, Hefe. Is this on the script or are you ad-libbing now? A little of each. <laughs> you know, I prepare some, but then I make it up as I go along as well. I okay. can tell which is which. Go ahead. You can? Uh -huh. uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that means I'm doing my job. Yes. All right. If I may borrow a phrase from my close personal friend and mentor, Bill Milliken, mm -hmm. a hypothetical situation, if I may. Right, let's say the hideout is the Daily Show. Mm -hmm. You have there John Stewart. Of course. Sorry, I just vomited in my mouth a little bit. Uh, and let's say the four horsemen are your, are your reporters. Mm. All right, I'll be Rob Riggle. Uh, Tommy will be John Oliver. Matt will be Larry Wilmore. And uh, the other guy will be Samantha B. Okay. Now, let's say what if you, John Stewart, vomit again, uh, told your reporters every time you come on to do a bit, it has to be no longer than 20 seconds and all about me. <laughs> then when the reporters came on to do their bit, the whole 20 seconds you spend going, hurry up, this isn't funny. <laughs> it's true. It's kind of like with this bit. Then let's say John kicks Larry Wilmore out of his house. <laughs> all right. So then Mr. Stewart or Hefe. Okay. Would have trouble finding comedians to come on and do his show. Yeah, because I because because John Stewart only put Larry Wilmore up in his house for free for months, and Larry Wilmore never brought anything funny to the table. And guess what? The audience hated Larry Wilmore. Oh, uh, like you didn't have anything to do with that. The audience up here in D.C. <laughs> they love Matt Albert. They love the comedy dumplings. They love the Four Horsemen. And everyone down in Orlando that didn't see it, I will come and personally lay it to smack it down because the Four Horsemen woo, are the greatest thing going today. And you don't mess with success. You don't mess with greatness. Diamonds are forever. And so are the Four Horsemen. Woo! <laughs> and there he goes. <sighs> Now I'm angry. Why? Now I'm actually angry. Over what? Because the bit was too long, <laughs> it wasn't funny, and it was too inside. It was very inside. Just like everything the Four Horsemen ever did. 
Chief Four Horsemen, you think there was ever a reason maybe why ratings didn't happen in Orlando? Because you're Babylon for six minutes about yourselves? Other than that, it was great. <laughs> 800 636 1067. You had the energy down. <laughs> no, you didn't. He said all he was falling asleep would make th- would, uh, halfway through. Says a wake apnea. Yeah, that's what it is. Christ almighty. <laughs> Why writers wouldn't want to come right for me. Don't need yous. Mm-mm. I don't even need dubs. Come on. I Why just, are you attacking me now? I just need him to shower. That's all I need from him. Zest. And I don't mean that in, like, the, you know, verb sense. I mean the noun. Why you gotta go do that? Now I'm all pissed off. Who, me? Me. I wasn't mad earlier. Now I'm mad. Anyway, nonetheless, I digress. You want to go writer's strike right now? Oh, that's right. The writer's strike did end. Yes. All right, maybe we can salvage this segment. <coughs> Which is good and bad. I believe the writer's strike is good, that we're going to get some shows back. It's bad because I have to figure out a new way to fit this in. No, you don't. Well, what, <laughs> what's no, wrong? There's nothing there. Oh. The four, the four horsemen sabotage in. It's not working on yours either. Why? All right. No <laughs> monologue then. Good. Finally. That's what I've it been is. sabotaged. That's finally what's going on here. You're absolutely right. This is fantastic. The writers are back, and that means no more monologue. And that, my friends, I'm happy about. Dubs would do this bit where he would try to do a monologue every week because he was attempting to be a scab. Well, uh, obviously it did not get him a job anywhere. He has remained um, unnecessary when it comes to the world of comedy. And now this is almost this fantastically heavenly thing where he can't get his monologue music to come up. I will say this. I am stoked about the fact that the monologue, that the uh, that the writer strike is... Is officially over. It took a little time. The band had to come in, set up their equipment. But I got some news for you, Hefe. Writer strike is over, but I am still writing. Ninety-six percent of women get headaches from sex, which I guess kind of evens out how much of a headache it is for us to get sex. And why was it you didn't get a call? From Leno or Colbert, because and I'm, why John Stewart? I'm not the right religion. They told me. <laughs> All right. So the so what was that statistic again? Ninety six percent of women get headaches from sex. Really? Yeah. That is amazing. When you think, <clears throat> it kind of makes sense though why they wouldn't want to do it. Because when it comes down, you know, I mean, if every time you were going to really. Well, you can talk in a few minutes. Right now, I've got a little bit more news for you, Hefe. Okay. A California town has to close its main streets to remove one of the world's oldest trees. It's a pine tree, and it was tilting a little bit, so they had to remove it because it became a danger and a hazard. Now, it's odd, because in California, when you talk about old wood, you usually talk about Clint Eastwood's Seattle's commercials. 
line is supposed to be fast, not this five-second that uh, you're trying to throw out there. All right, Deadwood, is that what we're talking about? We're talking about an HBO show? No. Never really saw Deadwood, or, you know, I don't even understand what it is. But um, but nonetheless, uh, I'm excited about the fact that Dexter is going to be on CBS. I think that's something that's piece of news left for you. Hefe, you ready for this one? No. In Chicago, okay. a woman was complimented by an attacker before she uh, had her purse stolen and then she was shot in the stomach. Seems like to me this guy's setting up a defense for friendly fire. Where I comment? Is this? I'm sorry. Is this where I laugh? A chuckle would be nice. I'm begging you, dude, to what? stop the bit and move on. There's no point for it anymore. You did it a long time ago. You had the reasoning of there was a writer strike. Now that's all gone. There are actually funny people writing jokes out there. And what you're including doing, me. And what you're doing is unnecessary. And I'll even say this: harmful. Harmful. Harmful to, to what? To society. Um. I will say about the writer's strike, just as we since we have since we are talking about it momentarily. Fantastic! I'm so excited that people are going to be able to see real, actual television shows now, as opposed to this reality television. And even more so, now that Lost is really beginning to ramp up again, I think they're going to have enough time to write these next episodes because they only had eight in the can. Yeah. So now they're going to have the opportunity to write these next episodes. Well, they, they need them up and running, what, five weeks? Something like, something like that. Yeah. And it's going to be, I think it's awesome. I think it's just really cool that every, you could tell the difference in real time with Bill Maher was mm-hmm. better this week. Uh, the Daily Show. I haven't got to watch those yet. Does, can you tell the writers are back on those shows too? Uh, certainly. There's no... Daily Show, actually, the first show back was a little... Uh. I think it would take a while for everybody to get back into well, the flow. Colbert was right back in it. Of I course. I mean, he was killing. And this no- is kind of what more of a straightforward, you know, bit. Yeah. I think it would take more time for John Stewart to get back into the flow with his writers. But it's just it's just great that this stuff is back. And I'm excited about the, uh, you know, the opportunity of sitting in front of my television and getting fatter and laughing. <laughs> because really, when it comes down to it, what That's what life's you, about. Yeah, what, what more could you absolutely want? Did you think Lost was good this week? Loved it. Hated I, it. Really? I I love the show, but I hated I hated what happened. You hated what happened, or you just it just pisses you off in a good way where it makes no. you more interested? No. No? Just, you know, here's the problem. And here's the only issue with shows like Lost that mm-hmm. are so in-depth and so involved. Is that at some point, it's like you're getting teased constantly. It's like you're there with a girl who says she's the hottest girl in the world she may be the best girl in the world but you're not going to actually able be able to, to hit it for five years you're not going to know you're not going to get your payoff your ultimate playoff payoff for five years you're sure you're getting hand action yeah that's what i'm saying you're sure she's good. using other parts of her body but at this point uh the lost people if they were a hot chick they're using their feet <laughs> they're they're doing not it. a bad thing they're doing everything they can they're just keeping you away from that one sweet area that could bring you so much 
But you want satisfaction. Him, you want him to give all of it up right now? I'm ready for the show to end. I'm ready. I'm, dude, I've had, what, two and a half years, two years, three years? I was with a girl once. She's mm -hmm. a lesbian now, but never mind that. I was with a girl once for 18 months. For 18 months, I chased around this softball-playing Mexican trying to get that sweet, sweet ass. And maybe that's why. Maybe I've run out of patience. I don't know how you... You haven't had sex in five months. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why you enjoy the the teasing. And the... And that's essentially what it is. It's just teasing. It's a, it's a dry grind. It's not even that. Because with a dry grind, if you keep your clothes on, you know nothing's going to go on. But this is that chick who will get you completely nude and still not let you do anything. Uh, I just had a horrible thought. I, know, whenever, I, have, whenever I, have, I, I have about seven phrases that I would use, but we'd be thrown off the radio immediately. Whenever I dry grind... I, I don't want to hear it. Do uh, so you shower first? No, not usually. But I have a... I, that's why I wear my pants loose usually with like a lot of the chicks whenever I first start hooking up with them. Uh, so I can get everything like... So I act like, uh-oh, I don't know how this got out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. It usually works. 800-636-1067. But that's what Lost is. It's that incredibly hot chick who will get nude and still not give you her area. And you keep coming back. You you keep coming. You, every, every she time, is really hot. Yeah, because if she just says, hey, let's get together next week, you're like, Hell yeah, let's get together next week. This is the week. It's got to be the week. I'm I'm getting there. No, because this one, you know that the, the week isn't coming for a few years. So for some reason, we keep on showing up even though we know that this week isn't the week. We and just like this girl's company. Let me ask you, if Lost is that really, really hot nude chick, mm -hmm. doesn't that make like American Idol like the Candy Crowley? Yeah, but but that puts out every day. The, the, yeah. the big CNN lady, you know, who's a fantastic reporter but just hideous. Mm -hmm. Sorry to judge you, but, you know, <laughs> let's be honest. Why are you on TV? They have a radio division. <laughs> but, yeah, and I'm just like, what do you do? Co-anchor Glenn Beck candy. Yeah. So So that's my whole thing of, I'm excited that they're back because that means we're gonna get we're not gonna have to wait even longer. That's mm. like if this really hot chick, if the writer Shrek had continued and they'd gotten through episode eight of Lost, then that means this really hot chick is gonna move to Europe for two months. <laughs> you know? And I'll wait here for you. And you will. Mm -hmm. You'll sit there like a schmuck. Just all excited. With nowhere to go and you know what I mean. Yeah. Looking at your couch longingly. Smelling the place where she sat. Jeez. All right, let's take a break. I think we should start the show. Okay. I think we should probably come back and actually get this thing started. All right, here's some of the actual things I want to talk about. Okay. Because basically for the first hour, uh, we've had I don't know, a little content, a little therapy, too. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Mark on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, Mark. Hey, uh, Dubs, are you still actually writing bits? Yeah. 
Why don't you take that time and energy you're spending doing that and take a shower? Thank you, because that would be way more productive. How long? Hold There's on. nothing funny about a shower, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's pleasant. There's nothing, there's nothing funny about your writing. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you, Mark. I, and I want a, a thank you from you, Mark, for the softball. I appreciate it uh, for the phone call. Let me ask you. I'm not even joking around. How long did it take you to write those three jokes? Mm, 20 minutes. Are you kidding? Yeah, it takes a while to find the stories. Once I find the stories, uh, it's the the joke comes pretty quickly. So the 20, brilliant. The 20 minutes you wrote writing a bad three-minute bit, mm-hmm. and yet you don't have time to shower. Oh, I, I need a waterproof computer so I can go in there and do everything. Multitasking is a big thing for me, and you can't multitask in the shower unless you're... Let's take a break and come back. Okay. And let's attempt to cleanse ourselves from hour one in the hideout. And Dubs, I mean that for you literally. Break. We're back in a moment. We'll actually get the show started and talk about things that you care about. Next to the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The hideout. The hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other is screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout, baby. Hour two. 106.7 WJFK FN Dubs. If you want to be a part, you want to step inside, because now uh, we're going to discuss things that you can really sink your teeth into. 800-636-1067. Focus Lee. That's an instant message name I haven't seen in a while. What up, Hideout? Good to have you back. We need you guys back on weeknights. What can I do to make that happen? Buy a radio station. <clears throat> That's really going to be the most realistic way. <laughs> All right, my friends. So we're here. And uh, we don't talk a lot of sports. Accidentally, last week, we, were, we went off on this tirade about why the Redskins didn't have a coach. Mm-hmm. And then, lo and behold, we break the news at the end of the show that the Redskins hired their coach. Zorn. I don't even remember his first name. Was Steve? I think so. Steve Zorn? Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn. Now, you know what? From now on, he's Steve. Because Steve has a better ring to it. Is there a Steve Zorn? Well, whatever. This is Zorn ultimatum. Yeah. Um, so, but but I there are a couple of things going on in the world of sports. Not, not the, you know, mean potatoes of it, but just stuff that's... Not the actual game. Right, exactly. Anyone who remembers the show uh, from its original run in D.C. knows that I am a lifelong Dallas Mavericks fan. To the extent that one year for my birthday on the air here at WJFK, J-Dubs called Mark Cuban's people and lied Mm -hmm. and said, there's this little kid, Alex, who is dying and his last wish is to get an autographed photo from Mark Cuban. Yes, I have a uh, Alex Cruz who's sitting here (laughs) and he's he's sick. He has... uh, some degenerative disease 
that will fatness probably take his life within the next few months and well, he would this, really really like an autographed picture of Mark Cuban. They're like, oh, it's a touching story. I'll send the picture right to you. So that was cool. I'm a big Mavericks fan. Mm-hmm. And any sports fan right now knows that, A, we were robbed of the NBA Finals two years ago. B, we've always sucked. And C, my life is on hold right now because of this pending Jason Kidd trade. We don't have to talk about it a lot, but it's just kind of funny that Jason Kidd, I cried when he was originally he was traded. He was really originally drafted by the Mavericks. Loved him. He was a, then he was traded, and I I was a grown kid. I was like seventeen, eighteen, mm-hmm. and I still cried when they traded away Jason Kidd because he, he was my favorite player like, at the time of, of all of all time. So anyway, there's a pending possibility of Kidd coming back to Dallas, and there's a lot surrounding that. It seemed like a done deal until Devin George decided he didn't want to go to New Jersey. Again, I can't really fault you, but still. It's not about you. It's about organizations. It's about me getting a championship. That's what it's about, it's Devin. fans. You're holding that up, dude. But at the same time, I also understand because, you know what, it's a business, and he was just exercising a business decision. Now, my other favorite NBA player of all time, Mr. Charles Barkley. Very opinionated. Love him. Does and a TNT show, right? And he hates the Mavericks, but I don't care. I still love him because he's thoroughly entertaining and he's thoroughly honest. Mm-hmm. And whatever he feels, he may not always be right, although a lot of times he is because he's coming from such an honest place. He doesn't sugarcoat a lot of things. And it's no shock that he's come out in support of Barack Obama. But he's making all the rounds, and I just had this emailed to me, too, from Bill Z. Uh, and I was going to talk about this anyway, so now is a good time to bring it up. Barkley essentially bashing conservatives. He was on with Wolf Blitzer, I believe, yesterday, and this even made the front page a drudge, and here's his little comment, Dubs. I believe you have it over there. I don't like the way the Republicans are taking this country. Every time I hear the word conservative, it makes me sick to my stomach because they're really just fake Christians, as I call them. That's all they are. Uh, but I just, I'm going to vote Democratic no matter what. Now, the phrase that's he's catching a lot of hell over is that he's, that he's called conservatives fake Christians. Why does this guy hate America? What is his problem? Why does he hate people who are trying to make this country better, who are trying to protect this country? Why is he the one who's uh, being pro- propped up there as like, he knows something about politics? He's a basketball player. Play basketball, talk about basketball. Don't talk about politics or Christianity because you don't know what you're talking about, sir. He is a pundit, and I forgot that you've taken on this right-wing uh, character. It's not a character. You never, you were never a fan of the right-wing before until three years ago when you started saying McCain in 08. Hey, we're all... As a bit. We're all allowed to change the way we think, to finally be right about things, to finally um, be enlightened, to finally have a clue. I was having dinner with my father last night who happened to be in town, and he goes, here's the difference between conservatives and liberals. Conservatives are always looking toward the past at the good old days that never were, while liberals are always looking forward and 
thinking and are optimistic about what can happen in the future. Yes, you're optimistic about what can happen in this, uh, I don't know, communist Shut up. type, uh, take all this money, wealth distribution kind of world you want to live in, where us conservatives, we look forward. Uh, you're not a conservative. We look forward and say, uh-oh, there's a lot of problems that can happen that we need but to you're... preemptively stop and before this country goes under. In your problems, the problems that you're talking about, you just point at different brown people. That's what you quote-unquote call problems. Not different brown people. Right now, we're pointing at one kind. And I'm not going to... I Everybody knows who I'm talking about. We don't need to go into that. But there are certain problems that we have to take care of in certain parts of the world. So are you now saying, Dubs, mm -hmm. that there is an, you know... Are you saying that you wouldn't agree with Barclay's statement that conservatives are fake Christians? No, not at all. Uh, these people are... So you're a, you're a real Christian? Yes. Shut up! You're the, exact, you're the personification of what he's talking about. You're just finding God because you can't find a bar of soap. That's all you're into right now. Why can't I have both? You're, you're, you're picking a crucifix because you can't find any caress. And no, you can't have both. I bathe in the Lord. I don't need to bathe in your water. I've been baptized. 800-636-1067. Now, the other aspect of sports, when it relates to outside of the sports world, were these hearings this week mm -hmm. with McNamee and Clemens. <coughs> and I swear to you, I've never seen... I got to be careful because apparently, even though he works for us, you can't talk too badly about people uh, who work in Congress. But this Henry Waxman, mm -hmm. this odd little character, caricature of a man, and him coming out and saying, I'm sorry we had the hearing. I regret that we had the hearing. We only had the hearing because Roger Clemens and his lawyers insisted on it. This whole idea that Roger Clemens bullied around Congress to have this meeting <laughs> is ludicrous. And this is one of those guys, and I think he's even a Democrat, which disappoints me and I'm sure gives you fuel to your file, well, yeah. fire about... They, they are wusses. They are able to be pushed around by people like Roger Clemens when they should be going on the real issues, trying to get this uh, these bills passed for wiretapping. <laughs> Shut up. There's things that need to be done, and it's not steroids and baseball. <coughs> now you're even kind of taking on this accent, too, when you, when you talk like this, Dubs. 800-636-1067. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The fact that we're investigating steroids in sports, mm -hmm. especially specifically baseball, is the stupidest thing that the people who work for us can be looking into. Then uh, Arlen Specter wants to look into Roger Goodell. And the whole like, destroying tapes when it comes to Spygate, when there's no investigating about destroying of tapes by the CIA when it comes to torturing people. It's just... There's that word torture again. It. Are you saying if someone had your cat Tycho Tyrone and was threatening to kill it, you wouldn't waterboard them to find out where that cat was? No, I wouldn't. Sorry. I love my cat, but 
uh, no, I'm not going to torture another human being. And it's you know, not torture. And you know why I'm not going to torture them? It's because of the fact that they're probably going to lie to me and just tell me what I want to hear. They're going to send me some, in some other, you know, random goose chase where I'm not I'm not going to be able to actually find my cat. And what do you bring up my cat when we're sitting there talking about torture? It doesn't make any sense in the context of the conversation. Sure it does. I'm just trying to make it personal for you. Doesn't I know I know this country isn't personal enough for you, so I have to uh, take I it to I was born a, here. I, I have to take it to a, I don't know, uh, a personal um, at-home level for you because you don't find this country, you don't love this country like I do. I don't love it right now. I'll be honest with you. When we got our eyes off the ball, when we're sitting here and we're worried about what Roger Clemens is doing on, you know, holding a big hearing in the middle of the day mm -hmm. and having taxpayers pay for it, when Katrina, uh, you know, you still got New Orleans devastated by Katrina. When you got people running around southeast and got no food. It's stupid. It's ludicrous. And how are the people not upset? We're here in the hideout. How are you not upset about it? But no one cares. It's All-Star Weekend. Daytona's tomorrow. You can't that, wait for Daytona. Shut up. You're not that much of a conservative. Mike, on line one, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, I just wanted to call and let you guys know that uh, Charles Barkley announced the other day he's going to run for uh, governor in 2011. How, how many times has he said that? He has been saying that he wants to be governor, I believe, of Alabama, Alabama yeah. his home state, for a very long time. I think he'd be great. He was on Fox News. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, thanks. Fine, maybe they can get... Thanks, Mike. They can... Uh, disconnect himself from the union like they want to. What are you talking about? Barkley and his whole leftish uh, attitude. Barkley's not really a leftist. I mean, he's a pretty independent thinking dude. So, I mean, I don't know about that. 800-636-1067. But for this Waxman character, mm -hmm. and he's a little man. He's just an odd little ball-headed, mustached man. A lot of these... Uh, uh, I would say even Republicans and Democrats, they tend to be little men with big attitudes. Yeah. I'm like, who are you? Never, I don't care about you. And why are you sitting here wasting our time with this? With this Clemens, who I gave you my thoughts on last week. I think he and McNamee are gay for each other. And I mean it. And go download the podcast and hear my logical layout of it. Here's the thing with I these. I think they were making out in a stall somewhere in DuPont. I would say I'd say about 80% of, they left Capitol Hill. of these uh, uh, congressmen and senators. Gay? They, no, they, they, no one really voted for them. They voted party lines. That's how they got in. They, they, and they get a big head over getting elected in. Like well, they this, did something. This Waxman has a little peanut head. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, he looks like the planter's peanut guy now that I think about it. Does he? Yeah. Wear a monocle? I, you know, he has glasses, but yeah. Uh, easily someone should break those in half. Like he's that little kid getting picked on in middle school like it was. What are we doing wasting our time with steroids and sports? Why are we against steroids? Who are the people that are against steroids? You're hypocrites. If you smoke... If you take intake any sort of caffeine, if you people tell me oh, I'm worried about my children and my children might do steroids, you're only lucky that they would do steroids as opposed to eating the fast food crap that you put in them, yeah, which is infinitely the... worse for them. Hello. We... <laughs> Stop it. it. Where the whole idea that we're trying to keep people from getting in better shape with HGH and steroids, but it's okay to go and stuff your face with French fries and clog up your arteries with milkshakes. Wake up, people! And you, Dubs! What? You're sitting there with the French fry lobby. 
trying to freedom fry. Thank you very much. I'm not supporting the French. I'm not supporting uh, that. And if you say it's just us Republicans that are against these steroids in baseball, it's Democrats too. It's a Democrat-run Congress and uh, House right now. They're the ones wasting our time and our money. I agree. I completely agree with you, and that's why, as a lifelong Democrat, I'm upset about the whole thing. I expect Republicans to be wasting time on this stupid stuff. But see, that's what I'm saying. They're all the same. Hillary. McCain. McCain's different. McCain's He's a visionary. No, Straight they, talk. They're not different. They're the same people. Use the same hair gel. He's a real hero. And Obama, as much as people are all on the Obama bandwagon. Even my father, yesterday I was talking to him. He's all about this Obama. And I don't, I mean, out of all of them, I like Obama the most. But I do think Obama's setting everyone up for a bit of a disappointment because I don't think he's quite as different. He looks different and he speaks different. Yeah, he's, right but, now he's gotten a lot done on saying a little, just saying it really well. Well, he's got a great personality. Yeah. And let's admit that the presidency is a personality contest. And I'll admit it myself. I was a huge Obama fan about three years ago when he was that little indie rock band, but now he's become Metallica. Everybody's loving him right now, and I can't stand him. can't stand when these people get too popular. Are you saying that Metallica is reloaded? Yes. And that's Obama is reloaded, Obama yes. Obama is reloaded. You're right. But I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by this. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's not all so... He, still the same kind of guy. They're all the same. He just looks different and speaks different. And I'm sure once he gets in there, he'll end up corrupt, too. Well, I'll do. And we're in D.C. We know this. Many of you listening right now, you know this. You know you know that the, the person you're working for as a staffer doesn't really care. That whole thing was about getting a little FaceTime. Mm -hmm. But it's this facade of it's for the children. Yet I'm going to stuff these awful foods down my children's throat, but I don't want to shoot them up with HGH. HGH is from the Lord. We should all, all of our babies should be having it. I, I feel dirty when you talk about my Lord and Savior. Just shut up. 800-636-1067. Oh, well, you know, we didn't want it. We shouldn't have had it, but Roger Clemens had us have a hearing. What? That is ridiculous. How can a baseball pitcher... Uh, bully you as Congress into having a, a meeting. He can hold a press conference all day long. Allow him to do that. But don't allow yourself to be bullied into taking a don't meeting. Even, don't get involved with it. Yeah, I mean, he, they, there shouldn't have been any involvement from the get-go. It look, doesn't matter. I'm t I, know I'm, I know right now someone listening works with some of these Congress. It's, it's just inevitable. How do you live with yourself? How do you know, like, not like doves? You just look at yourself in the mirror all unshaven and stinky and say, how can I not change what's going on here? Or they, they, everybody gets excited. We're going to be on ESPN for three hours today. Grandstanding. And there was a lot of grandstanding. While the housing market is falling apart. If you did hear... Uh, any of that, they all took their chance to jump on the soapbox and attack one of those people. Either one of them, 
Clemens or what? What was the, the guy's name? Boyfriend. Yeah. McNamee. Yeah, McNamee. One of them chose who to chastise at all times. It, it didn't matter. Why? Why even take that opportunity to attack any of these people? It's it's it. It's self-serving for yourself and for them. It makes them stars and it makes you a star. That's the only thing it does. It, it really was just about getting in there and getting over and getting a little press. And that's why Magnum becomes, uh, not Magnum, but Waxman. Oh, well, we shouldn't have done it. Because everyone saw right through it and they saw what it was. But then you sit there and pretend like you're powerless against Roger Clemens. Like it's middle school again. And the big, bad baseball player stuffing you in the locker. Unless you let them speak at student council. Nerds! There's Ogre yelling at you. That's what it was. I said that it was Waxman. The trilams? Yeah, it was Waxman and, yeah, and some other trilams <laughs> sitting there holding a press conference when they and, got and out. Alpha Betas are there holding the Greek council. Sitting there. You know it's, what they should do? Hmm. Hold a little concert for No One 15. Fred on line one, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hello? What's up, Fred? Do you know who I am? Oh, it's a tape. This is Fred Rogers. All right, Tracy on line two, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hi. What's I up? I thought you guys had a or the one the one of you had a comment saying mm -hmm. that the um that the redistribution of wealth or something yes. that that wasn't what they were what they're doing so that's exactly what they're doing what who that is exactly what obama and exactly Hillary that's, that's what i'm saying that is exactly and is that what everybody in this country wants for them to take away the success of the it, of that, the working people and give it to the people who refuse to go to work exactly the Thank the, you. the the uh democrats for some reason they don't think you have to work that's right, because yeah. you think they need, that, that you should, we, the people, should give them a living. We should give our hard earned It's money. communism. Our, but it's communism and socialism, absolutely, 100%. I don't understand why people can't see this. Thank you, Tracy. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you for the phone call. And what? Shut up. You're running a bit and this stupid bitch fell for it. I'm not running. I got a bit. You are. I work too hard for my money. No, you, you barely work. You realize that you, the money would be redistributed to your poor ass? My money would be redistributed and to then, you? And then, <laughs> and then when I do make it huge, because I will, because I, I, I know things, I've got the vision. When I do do that, I'm going to have to give it to some people on welfare. Shut up. I'm going to have to give it to someone who came over here illegally. Why do I have to do that? Why are my nickels and dimes? Please, don't into the pocket. Don't overinflate your checkbook. Your <laughs> pennies. Why are your pennies? Whatever. I, if they're, they're oh, my God. pennies, exactly. They are my pennies, not yours. Stop yelling. <laughs> no matter what bit it is, stop yelling. Listen, here's what drives me nuts about you and Tracy. What? You think you worked hard for this money. You didn't work hard for this money. You tricked people. You took advantage of people who were less fortunate, more than likely. Oh, and, well. And then whatever your job was. It's America's opportunistic America. And that's what we live in. That's what it was founded on. And it's time to change that. Oh, I worked hard for my money. I worked hard. I worked hard to get my 
thousand dollar, you know, my million dollar payout mm-hmm. when I retire from Enron or wherever it is. Why do I get penalized for making good decisions? Because we cut twenty thousand jobs. That's how I work so hard for my money, cutting jobs, you're putting, one of these people, putting people out of work. You're one of these people who want to to stop Exxon Mobil from making money from yes. having a profit margin. They they have a service. People pay for that service. If you don't want to pay for it, ride a bike. I told you that earlier today to ride a bike. I told you. No, to- I, and do you see me complaining about their profit margin? Shut no. up, Earl. On line one, you're in the hideout. You and your bit. Hmm. Go ahead, Earl. But I just this, this chick that just got on the phone was uh, complaining about apparently people who don't want to work and why Socialism. Democrats see this. Yeah, that's not really what Democrat. I mean, what the whole Democratic Party is about. Just at part all. of it. No, no, no. In all honesty, the idea is that listen. There are some people in this world who just kind of had some bad luck. And I'm not knocking it, but at some point, you've got to get off it. And the thing that's funny is that everybody who complains about people who are lazy forget that at some point, at any moment, their job, wherever it's at Walmart or Target or wherever the hell they work at, at some point, that's going to be cut, especially if there's no union that's there. Um, the, other, the other thing I'll say is that for all the conservatives that want to talk about, um, you know, national security, homeland mm-hmm. security, a lot of this stuff is just really rich welfare. Uh, a guy who's doing a job that's at most worth maybe seventy-five to ninety grand a year, getting paid two fifty to three hundred fifty a grand a year, just because a politician wants to look like he's okay with spending two billion dollars total on national security. There, no one cares about that. In terms, or at least there's no checking on what's actually being done. All we know is that you're talking in circles, my friend. <laughs> my point is, no one really cares about that at most. Thank you. The Republicans want to care more about spending money on things. Hey, Earl, Earl, no, 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 we're up on a break, and hey, man, thank you for the phone call. You're right on, and welcome into the hideout. Exactly what I'm talking about. You're a thinking person, unlike this Dubs. Hey, Dubs. Yeah. You hate the redistribution of wealth. Yes. What was your official job title for the first six months of 2007? Um, I was independently employed. Hey, I'm not saying... That what if, if the if the programs are there, I'm going to take advantage of it instead of some some schlub out there uh, not taking uh, taking advantage of it, and then I have to pay for it anyway. I paid for it. I'll take advantage of it. Why am I a bad person for that? If you take it out of this out of the uh, equation, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to sit there <laughs> uh, poor mouthing everybody. All right, here, Chucklehead has a question for you, Dubs. All right, go ahead, ahead, Chucklehead. Hey, Jay Limbaugh, I want to know if you want to fix or cancel social welfare programs. Thank you. Cancel. Cancel social Mm -hmm. care programs? Mm -hmm. Why is that? It's fun for yourself out there, people. It's a dog-eat-dog world. How many other cliches are you going to try to wrap into one little quote-unquote eloquent monologue? Cliches, if they're right. That Tracy chick bought your bit, just like she's bought Limbaugh's bit. It's not a bit. And O'Reilly's bit and Hannity's bit. Again, it's not a bit if it's true. Are you going to keep the bit up? Is this if what you I mean my beliefs, if I'm going to keep them up, if I'm going to keep preaching the truth to whoever will, will listen, and people will listen once they really figure it out. I mean, Democrats are just people who haven't lived yet. Republicans are just Democrats who've made it. All right, we gotta take a break.
Here's what's interesting, though, just to break it down for you. Because anyone who knows the hideout, anyone who knows dubs, mm-hmm. there are people out there. And let's pretend. Uh, you close your ears, dubs. Okay. All right. Earmuffs. All right, dubs has earmuffs. There are people out there who are like dubs, who are working three hourly jobs. But because someone on the radio told them that they should be against the redistribution of wealth, when he's working three hourly jobs for billionaires, somehow that's okay, and they're okay with it. Can I listen yet? Yeah, earmuffs off. Okay. What were we talking about? Oh, wait, earmuffs back on. Dubs likes a lot of penis. What were we talking about? Nothing. Take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. The Hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs live on a Saturday night. Be a part of it. 800-636-1067. That's 800-636-1067. Hideout Radio on the AOL Instant Messenger. And hideoutradio.com is the website. Hideoutheretics.net for the fan site. Yeah. Um, is this a Manson bed? No. Mindless self-indulgence. Sideshow one or no. Um, speaking of the instant messenger, hello to Liger, who says that they uh, miss us in Orlando. Uh, one shirt, Chris, says, pull yourself bo- up by your bootstraps, Dubs. Exactly. If you're fortunate enough to own shoes. So. Oh, don't give me that. Boo-hoo. I don't shoes. Uh, playing these socialist programs will give you a pair. Go get some. All right. And um, So anyway, just a few of the instant messages. You just want to say hello to the people online. Again, 800-636-1067. A lot of stuff coming up before 9 o'clock when Joe Radio takes over. Big announcement on the Junkies. Yes. Coming up uh, Tuesday it is. Dubs almost almost made the announcement for them to begin yes. the show. I almost spoiled it. But uh, that's coming up. So uh, look for that. It is big. It'll be fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this, is th- this is a story I heard about all day. And a street race kills seven, I think even possibly eight now, in uh, Oak Creek, Maryland, which is, let's see, like, you know where Woodbridge is, but kind yeah. of like across across the water from the bridge. over there. How you say it? Akakik. Akakik. Yep. Okay. Did you hear about this sideshow? Yeah, I heard like a headline about it, yeah. Street race. Oh, you just heard the headline. Yeah, early this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there was an illegal street race, um, and a car without its lights on came up behind a crowd of fifty, and an officer an officer said it's 
Jesus, what was that? I thought it was over, so I went to bring oh, up your computer were, back up. I, no. Man, I thought you were trying to like <laughs> simulate a noise of the of the car or something. <laughs> but essentially, what happened is, uh, you know, ran into this group of people. Mm-hmm. Officer says it's one of the worst things I've ever seen, where body parts were literally thrown about in the street. <sighs> we saw an accident on the way in today that looked pretty bad, and uh, nothing to the extent nothing like to that, that extent, but. Yeah, I mean, these street races, these people who jump into their car and they think that they're, uh, just because they're in an Altima, that, they, that they're protected from any kind of uh, disaster that can happen at 120 <coughs> miles an hour, they, they're dreaming. They're everybody, and it's usually these 19-year-old kids who think that they are indestructible, and then they end up finding, yes, their body parts can be flung off just like anybody else's. Um. Yeah, this uh, a car plowed into a crowd that had gathered to watch a drag race in the middle of the, in a road. Who the hell goes to watch a drag race? In high school, really? Yeah, we would go. Uh, I no, I don't even understand the fascination with cars. Well, with who can go faster and everything? Because get, it's not a get Goss on. <laughs> oh wait, he don't work for us anymore, does he? No. Get um, him on anyway. I want to say a little Betty. Uh, but yeah, with the uh, in high school, I don't know for for some reason there was a whole thing of hey, my car's faster than yours. Like that has anything to do with you? You didn't build the engine. Uh, well, some of them did, don't they? They would. I, they would never build it. They would you know kind of mod it. But still, I mean, it really has nothing to do with you or your abilities when you're driving fast on on a street road, or even with like the Daytona. 500 coming up. That has nothing to do with the people in the car, other than they can they can handle a lot of heat. It was on Route 210 about 3.40 in the morning according to a uh, Prince George's County officer, White Sedan. <laughs> wasn't clear wasn't clear if it was one of the cars involved in the race. Oh, a tractor trailer came by shortly afterwards and may have also struck someone on the road as it had tried to avoid the crash. I have so many thoughts, but I feel like I have to censor myself because this is a local story. Yeah, go ahead. It's it's honesty. No, honesty gets you fired. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that. Well, you aren't going to uh, comment like I miss on these people. <laughs> you aren't going to go that route, so. More grease, man. <laughs> what a doodle. <laughs> 800-636-1067. Yeah, there are probably people listening that have someone who died in this. Some kind of vested interest. Yeah, so it's probably best to keep my mouth shut. But three, all right, let me just, let's analyze it for a moment. Okay. 3.40 in the morning. What are you doing up then? Racing. I mean, I can see if you're up like me, can't sleep, so you're trying to finish out a batch. And these were people, like, one of them was in her 20s. One of the ladies was 27. That's my age right there. For some reason, she's out watching a drag race. She said there were bodies everywhere. It was horrible. Said, I don't want to give her name. The 27-year-old chick whose father was among the dead. Father. Her father was 61. Was he just, was, was he a passerby, maybe? Um, I can't be. He can't this, be a part of the drag race, can he? The story doesn't say. Doesn't add up either. How do you say this again, Sideshow? Akakik. Akokik. 
Somebody's got to call me and tell me about Akakik and what's going on there. Yeah, what kind of town is that? Is that one of those smaller towns that just everything is is a little off? The furthest south I've ever been in Maryland, I believe, is Waldorf. And I don't think that's as far south as Akakik. Bowie? No, Bowie's not that. No, Bowie's not uh, that, that, that even gets a little crazy out there. I'm not saying that south. Let's be honest for a moment, because this is mostly a North Virginia show. Mm-hmm. What's up with the people in Maryland? I lived in Maryland. I think I'm still registered to vote. There's something odd, except for my hood, my old hood of Silver Spring. Oh, that place had it, it's it's <laughs> that, weirdos too. That place was normal. <laughs> They're trying to make it normal, but I don't think it worked. Uh, 800-636-1067. Right, here's James on line one. He says he could talk about fast cars. Explain this to me, James. Okay, uh, very simply, uh, I'm not really a big car guru, but I have a uh, 1999 Mitsubishi Galant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going on 95, and you know you got these uh, buttholes that basically uh, just sit there and curve along with you, like if you're going towards an, uh, the I-95, like off an exit, and they're just like keeping up with you just to be, a, you know, be a jerk. Yeah. You know, if, if I have myself a Corvette Z05 that goes to 0 to 60 seconds, in, or 0 to 60 miles per hour in 3.4 seconds, I don't think I'd have that problem too much. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah and... There is a whole, I mean, you know, uh, I don't, kind of flexing your muscles back and forth, especially on, like, an expressway when someone tries to pass you, and then, you know, you feel, uh-oh, I'm not manly because this person passed me for some reason, so you have to pass him back. And then it just becomes, hey, mine's bigger than yours, and people get killed but that way. But isn't that life? Yeah, isn't, but I isn't, mean, it's isn't a, everything about life that, like, that a, a fight originates with your genitalia? But that that's, that whole thing is really stupid. Who cares if someone passes you on the expressway? Why do you have to keep up with the person next to you? You know what's interesting though, and I I don't know I don't know what it is, but there is something there is something about it because of the fact that it's not when someone passes me driving fast, mm-hmm. but when someone's driving driving erratically, you know. It pisses you off. There's yeah. something about it, like it gets your blood going because it does. It makes no logical sense. You try to start making sense of why they'd be doing that, and you can't figure it out, and it, it makes you mad. And how many times has someone screwed you over on the road, and you're so pissed you just need to see their face? That so happened you, earlier today. Yeah, you just speed up just so you can look at their face. I did that with a guy that I saw throw a water bottle out in the just outside of his dually. I had Why did that make you mad? Because he's littering. He's destroying Mother Earth. <laughs> With a water bottle? We used to... Yes! We used, we used to dump styrofoam out of the ground like it was it, it was no big deal. We used to. In the 80s. Yeah, so if one person throws a water bottle out there, I think we've progressed considerably. I'm getting this from Focus Lee. He says, Akakik is full of white wannabes. Hmm. I believe Focus Lee's a brother, too. He's a brother, not a brother. By brother, I mean he's kind of a white-acting black dude. Ah. Uh-huh. He says he used to hang out there as a kid. Hootie. Let's go to, um... Let's go to Amanda on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Amanda. Yes. Go ahead, sweetie. You're on the air. Hi, guys. Um, actually, I have no idea where you guys are, but uh, I just happened to be passing through the radio uh, stations on my way uh, to a friend's house. I'm actually mm-hmm. pulling up to Maryland International Raceway right now, which is in St. Mary's County. Um, 
I come from a drag racing family. Uh, my dad's done it for years. I've grown up on the street. The Is it a street no, thing? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Okay, my dad. You know, historically, like something that they're not really reporting too well is that in Akakik, like, you know, the racing has been going on for years. I'm talking 20 years plus. I mean, I'm only Mm. 21, and, you know, it's been around forever. This isn't a new thing. This isn't a surprise. I mean, it it is. We've all seen Grace. And it's a tragedy, you know? (laughs) Heavenly kid. Mm -hmm. Hey, thank you, Amanda, for the phone call. Um, All right, I was so wrong. I'm looking at a map now. This Waldorf, Waldorf is further south than Akakik. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of Akakik. Me neither. And now it's now it's heard nationally because they race cars at three forty in the morning. I do wonder though. It's like if you're in Akakik, why don't you just head up to Fort Washington and get a little fun? That way, yeah, be someone. Go to the bridge. But I guess if you get a long straight way and it's the middle. Because you grew up in the yeah, middle I, of nowhere, Dubs, yeah, in Fowlerville, Michigan. Yeah, mid-Michigan, not really a whole lot going on And there. you guys would actually do this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there would be street races going on when I was in high school and everything. I found it stupid after 16. I had a year of fun doing that kind of stuff. And then after that, I was just like, wow, this is really ridiculous and dangerous. Because we would do it on dirt roads where <laughs> tractors would be going down and everything. So there are well, these little chitter bumps where you could lose control. Don't be racist. Really easy and chitter. Oh, okay. Let's go to uh, Ross on line two. You're in the hideout of JFK. Hey, what's up, man? I was listening to what you're talking about with the street racing and the NASCAR stuff. I am not a big NASCAR fan. In fact, it is mm. really freaking boring. But you got to give those guys credit. More than just standing in the car, I mean, there's no power steering in the car. It's a pretty rough deal. Why is there no power steering? Because it's a race car. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. You can put power steering in anything. Because that would be the equivalent of HGH. That's why. That's what power <laughs> steering is. Hey, thank you, Ross. Let's go to D. She can tell us more about Akakik. 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 <laughs> yeah. You're in the hideout on JFK, D. What's up? What's up, fellas? Yo. Well, basically, Akiki is, like you said, is right there at Wardall. It's like the little mm. sister of Wardall. So okay. the reason you never heard of it is because you either hear Fort Washington or Wardall. You don't hear Akiki. Yeah. And it's not a, like the, the long lady that Amanda called before. It's not a tragedy because down there they have a race crew, a race way called Bugs Creek that you can actually have a legitimate car and go racing. What it is, you get these little crappy cars, these little Civics, and these little crappy cars. They spend $15,000 on a $2,000 car, and they run around, <laughs> acting like they fast in the furries. Yeah, do, do, they, do they do like a quarter mile there where you can time it out and everything? No. Is it one of those you, places? It's like basically you go home at night and you see six dudes in crappy cars racing down the street and get ready to kill you and your family. Wow. Hey, thank you, D. I appreciate the insight, man. It seems like it's, uh, I don't know, Darwinism at its best going on at Akakik. Don't be. It's too soon. It just happened yesterday. We can comment on that a month from now, on whether or not it was Darwinism, but it is tough to, it's tough not to think that way. 800-636-1067. But, you know, he, he had a great line in there. Where they spend $15,000 on a $2,000 car yep. and then go act like it's the Fast and the Furious. I like D. He was a good caller. Rack him. So, yeah, man. I mean, and they said it was horrific. Like, there were just body parts strewn about. And that's because they hit... Strewn about, whatever the word is. And that's because they hit people just standing watching, right? That's, yeah. So, it wasn't like these people were being flung from their cars. They were being flung by cars. The 
driver of the white sedan had been interviewed and did not appear to be seriously hurt. Of course, he was in the car. Mm-hmm. Came to wrestling the abatement 150 feet where the crowd had been. After it went, had a crumpled hood, roof had partially collapsed. But see, that's what's kind of interesting. Just all these cats, they have no respect for anybody else. I mean, I don't want to sound like an old man, but you see it all the time with guys who are on crotch rockets, mm-hmm. weaving in and out of traffic. They're usually the cause of an accident. It's not them who gets into an accident, but they cause another. Let's go to Mike on line four. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, guys. Yo, dude. Uh, hey, uh, I'll kind of give you guys some uh, uh, info on these guys at street race. We used to do it all the time, and uh, you can get crowds of 60, 80 people sitting there watching, and uh, a lot of the times the cars racing would get at the starting line, take off, go down a quarter mile, and then police would come, any any other cars would come down the street, and they still got 60 or 80 people lined up in the street. And that's when the people start getting killed and ran over and stuff like this. I mean, these guys put, you know, has five, six, seven hundred horsepower in these uh, street cars, these Honda Civics, these Integras, and uh, are... So are these, are these uh, people watching staying, like, right next to the road? Oh, they're standing in the middle of the street. They Jesus. all crowd around. Is it always in the middle? Off. Is it always in the middle of the night? Uh, typically, it's usually because that's when the roads are open. Right, right, right. Hey, what's going on? Like, let me ask you: Is this like a good scene to get laid? <laughs> well, you, dude, if you could get anything um, out there, I mean, there, there's a lot of women are, a lot of girls are um, hanging all around there. Loose, and it's it, they go with mm. whoever's the fastest car. That's, That's cool. the whole deal. It really is an extension. Hey, thank you for the phone call. It is that extension of who's is who's is bigger. Yeah, it's like parents don't understand. You know what? That girl in the car <laughs> driving fast turns me on. Where'd you pull that reference from? I was listening to it on the way in. Were you really? No. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. I'm trying to think. I've never been to this kind of a situation because I'll be honest with you, these aren't people I want to hang out with. No, usually. I can't stand when people talk about a machine at nauseum where they're talking about all this great stuff and it turns them on more than a woman or more than well, it's just like some if, substance. But you know what it is? Because they're talking about this machine, mm-hmm. their car, mm-hmm. like a... Like a this person. Like a, well, no, beyond that. Like a World of Warcraft nerd would be talking about their computer. Yeah. And talking about the gigahertz and the, the newest yeah. Intel yeah. chip. The upstream. And it's like, dude, so? But it's, isn't it funny like how girls would be drawn to like a fast car but not a fast computer? But yet the guy who has wow. the fast computer probably... You can prob- get movies so quick. <laughs> yeah. The guy that has the fast computer probably is going to make more money in the long run. Mm-hmm. Girls are so easy. Aren't they? They, yeah, they, they, they're very shiny object type people. I want to ride in your fast car. Wow, that's just so exciting. Is it? I guarantee, yeah. I guarantee dudes that have fast cars aren't even any good in bed. Like a jackhammer, and that's no fun. We're not building anything here. Oh, no. Except for debt with this kid. (laughs) Let's go. Go to Miranda. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Miranda. Hi. Yes. What's up? 
Hi, what's up? Um, I live in Fort Washington, and I just mm -hmm. wanted to give my opinion. The reason Roger. that there's so many street racing on 210 is the fact that there's long stretches because Appleton is maybe 10, 15 minutes down the road from actually like the center of Fort Washington, and it's just a straight line, and there's long sections of road without a street light. So 3 o'clock in the morning is the ideal time because there's no... No traffic, and they just take off, mostly kids. I've seen it happen coming home. And, you know, that's why 210 is littered, you know, not littered, but there's, you know, crosses where people have died. There's accidents all the time. It, right, just, that, that's so funny because there's no, that, that doesn't serve, it doesn't register in these kids' heads that these people that died, they have a cross there, they're the same age, but for some reason they think, ah, that kid just didn't know how to drive. Right. It, it, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's, it's you're doing something dangerous, and you could die from it, but you don't care because for some reason you get off on this. Thanks, Buzzkill. Right. Oh. It's not just the fact that they're young. You know, it's not the fact that they're going fast and they think they're not going. They're not going to get hurt. The fact is that most of the accidents, they run into someone that's not involved at all with the racing scenario, mm -hmm. and they run into someone or someone pulls out, you know, legally in front of them, and they just crash against them. Yeah. And that's what and I was talking about with the motorcycle. Hey, we're up on a break, Dan. Well, I was going to say, as far as the motorcycles, in the spring, we have the Holly shop, and there's a, you know, there's a... Um, there's a bike uh, club or something around here, and in the spring and summer, you see these motorcycle guys doing wheelies, you know, in the one wheel, and they're just racing down to 10, and every spring and every summer, there's people that get killed, you know, right, and no. that's why there's so many crossers. Hey, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it, Miranda. Right, let's take a break, Doves. We'll come back. A lot of people on the phone still talk about this. I don't get it. This is me, though. I mean, I, I, I didn't grow up in a neighborhood where it was all about your car mm -hmm. and about how fast you could go. It's weird. Isn't it weird how people, when they have extra time on their hands? Oh, yeah. You get you find some weird stuff that gets you, Just you know, the stupid going. things they get into in the ways, like... You did the same thing. You got into liberalism. Food, <laughs> food and liberalism. The two things are going to be the end of me. Mm. Take a break and come back in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. You're in the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. But we will destroy this place. Great Westboro Baptist. Back in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK Hour 3. Stay tuned. Joe Arden's your Joe Radio. Can't wait. It's coming up mere 50 minutes from now. If you want to hop into the hideout, 800-636-1067. As we talked about that street race that happened in Okakeek. I'm just trying to figure out still the whole idea of street racing. I'm glad for the info though, because it sounds, you know, it sounds there's like this, there's, there's this perfect storm of stupidity going on there, where there's not much to do. There's a long stretch of flat road, and you know, it makes me the feel. People. It makes me feel old when I don't get and understand why these things are popular. Well, see, this isn't even the old thing to me. This is just I like I don't like NASCAR. I don't understand driving as a sport. Mm. Because I'm a guy that grew up playing baseball and basketball and football. So, to me, driving was never a... I never understood the sport in it. 
I, I understand the competition in it. I just don't understand how it's entertaining for... Yeah, but, it, I mean, is it, when it comes to competition, you're going to... You sitting there speed walking to the Metro? I mean, does that happen? I guess that happens. I, I find it to be as much of a sport as dog racing. You know, it's not really... That's, that's not a sport either. Exactly. You know, that's such... Think about that. That's like if you were sitting there and you were power walking mm-hmm. to your Metro stop. And, like, every day you saw someone else who's power walking. All of a sudden you guys are... It turns into this competition of power walking against each other. other. I remember that. It used to be like that till lunch line in middle school. Oh, God. Dude, I so remember the races that would go on and the knocking and shoving people over in the halls. When did that cut off? Because I don't remember. So, so that they could be the first people to get their taquitos and cheese. Which it made sense in middle school because we only had like 25 minutes for lunch. So we would you know, be able to grab our lunch, eat it. And then go get high. Go play football or something for five or ten minutes outside. And then he ended up just 86 in the lunch altogether. What does that mean? Getting rid of it. You don't need it at all. You just go outside and play. Oh, that's not a sex thing? Mm-mm. Oh, my bad. I didn't know that. Hey, speaking of high school, I got this note really quickly. I don't know if any of you guys... You probably don't know. I mean, some of you do that are new to the show... Uh, uh, you won't know this, but others know that I hate American Idol. I think it's retarded. Mm-hmm. I, think it, I can't believe that it has the the pull that it does. I'm glad to see that it's waning. That's another thing I never got, how it's basically, essentially karaoke. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it was like the biggest thing in the world. Well, karaoke bars are pretty popular just because people... I like, don't get that either. Yeah, I mean, it, people like to go out there and see people fail. And then they like to be blown away when someone's actually good. But it, it never really made a whole... A lot of sense to make a hit TV show out of. I got a MySpace message from a high school buddy of mine, Fernando. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, you may want to talk about this on the show. Jason Yeager's on American Idol. Who's Jason Yeager? I guess he's a guy I went to high school with. You don't remember him? <clears throat> What's well, funny, because whenever they announced the final 24, I happened to have it on because I was waiting for whatever was next on Fox. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was that moment of truth show or... For whatever reason, I had it on Fox. How is that moment of truth? Eh, it's okay. It's I don't know. It's not as good as advertised. It looked. It looked like it was going to be. I don't know. Pretty good. It. You know what it is? They take too long to. It takes too long for the questions. Same. All those shows are basically filler for a little bit of action. Uh, American Gladiators is the same way. Oh man, American Gladiators is the best to watch only if you have it TiVo'd. It's a 15-minute show. It is. I watched it in 15 minutes, that hour show. Even the two-hour one, we got through in like 22 minutes. Same with uh, Pros vs. Joes. Right. So anyway, um, you know, they were announcing the final 12 dudes and final 12 girls. And while they were announcing the dudes, like they were making them do this little dance. It's just, it's just, the show is surreal. And the fact that people watch it is even crazier. Mm -hmm. But I remember hearing a name that stuck out to me. But I, I don't. I didn't remember, you know, what it was. I was just like, oh, that sounds. Familiar. What or why? Yeah. Yeah. And then when I get this MySpace message from my boy Fernando, I'm like, oh yeah, Jason Yeager. So I guess he graduated South Grand Prairie class in '97, which is the year after me. I graduated in '96. And like I was thinking about it for a moment, and I'm like, I I I know that name. Like I should. I feel like I actually knew the dude. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember him for the life of me. That happens a lot with me, with uh, people who email me on MySpace from high school. Because I'm on my high school list, so people come across me, they'll add me, they'll email me. 
and they'll bring up stuff that we did together or you know like i don't know it i don't remember them i remember the name vaguely the face kind of rings a little bit of uh uh memories in me but nothing like that what they described they described like best friendship and i don't remember these people and I don't know if that's good or bad, if it means I've just let go of the high school years, or if I'm just losing my memory. And then, I can't, and then I'm thinking about, do I want this guy to, to win, or do I want him to do well? Because I don't remember not liking him, you know? I just remember him being a spare. <laughs> a spare, just a, a lump, someone who's just there? Yeah, like he was, like he was filler in my life. And he's going to mean so much to other people. Yeah, people are going to be holding up signs with him, crying when he sings some Celine Dion piece of crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and, but see, that's what's so funny. When you have these guys that go and shoot up high schools because they're all upset, or even colleges like happened earlier this week. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you, you sit here and you're like, what are you doing? Life gets better. Here's a kid who, I I don't remember him. And here's the thing. I was somebody in high school. I was Mr. South Grand Prairie High School. And I don't know, I don't remember this kid. And people are going to be fascinated around this loser, whoever he is. Because he's an American Idol. Isn't it odd when you think about, and then I wonder if it, if it was the same thing for like a Taylor Hicks, who... Everyone in his high school probably beat him up like a Clay Aiken. Now, Carrie Underwood, I guess, is hot. Or even that little chubby one. What's her name? Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson? Yeah. That extra T in there like she's somebody important. Sorry, it's not Clarkson. It's Clarkson. <laughs> F you. But right. And so now I'm like, oh, should I be pulling for the guys? Should I watch it since I think we probably were in theater together? I don't know. It's it's really odd. I don't root for anybody from my hometown to do anything because I want to be. Well, not well. They're not gonna. It's Fowlerville. Yeah, but I if on the off chance they could, I still wouldn't want them to. Even like my best friend from high school, BJ. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to do anything, and he and he's fact, he's done well in not doing anything, which I love. In fact, you sent me photos of him from a couple of weeks ago where he's enormous. He's been on the sh- he's been on the show before. In fact, we made a documentary about him mm-hmm. behind the behind the by curious the by curious BJ story. Yeah. That's available on iTunes somewhere, I think. Maybe not anymore, but it was. But yeah, his his fingers looked like they hurt from how fat they were in those pictures, right. and that makes me happy. I I have people from high school hit me up like some some pretty hot chicks and everything, and they'll tell me about how uh, BJ, my my best friend from high school, would uh, see them at one of the bars and ask them for her their phone number, and he would just get completely rejected. And I can't smile larger. My smile is ear to ear when I find out that one of my good friends from high school is getting rejected and having a bad time. Is that bad? Is that? Or is that normal? Nah, I think it's normal. I love it. Like, I hate that this kid now is going to be able to... Like, he's going to be able to say American Idol's Jason Yeager. And then... But then... And that's going to get him laid, dude. And that yeah, he'll pisses get some, me off. He'll get a little, uh, uh, little runoff from that, if he, even if he doesn't win it. And he'll 
probably get some money at some local bars and stuff like that, even if he doesn't win it. And, dude, what if he wins it? Oh, then it's over. He'll never top that. Yeah, but I'll always be able to bring him down. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't even remember who you were in high school. <laughs> hey, let's talk to Chad Dukes. Hello? Hey, man. What's hey, up, bro? Hey, guys. How are you? Fantastic, brother. Long time no talk. How, uh... How's Florida? Yeah. yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. How was Arizona? It was amazing, dude. You have no idea. Oh, you son of a bitch. You was loved it? Arizona? That it was so much better than here or there. You have no <laughs> idea. It was so great. What was great about Arizona? It's chicks and weather and yeah, I, sports. I hear, the, I hear the chicks out there are terrific. Here's, here's what's funny about what Florida. Because we were thinking the same thing. We're like, dude, we're going to get to Florida. There's going to be nothing but hot chicks everywhere. Big yeah. boobs and the weather's going to be great. <laughs> right. And it just wasn't... Unless you're in a strip club or spring break, there's nothing going on. How much white trash is down there? Oh, it's it's unbelievable. At least the hills have eyes down here. (laughs) (laughs) Did they have white trash in Arizona? No, man. No, and even the... uh, First of all, Jefe, it's all your people. It's just thousands and thousands of Mexicans. Uh, I'd hate it then. You'd love... No, because even... (laughs) All the women there, even the old the old ones, they care about how they look, which is the complete antithesis of this place. Well, you know, it's funny because that's the way Texas is, where I grew up. The girls did not leave the house unless they were all made up. How pissed are you about the Jason Kidd deal? <sighs> Dude, I, I was, he's I was, been going nuts. He does nothing but check the uh, sites <laughs> all day. How right much now. you hate Devin George, by the way? I know, I know. <laughs> Dude, it's driving me insane. My life's on hold because, and then I see these photos from NBA All Star Weekend. Of Jason Kidd and Dirk hanging out with each other yeah. longingly like they want to embrace <laughs> with their mouths and have a t- sweet tongue kiss. Oh, my God. And I wouldn't judge them for it. I'd be happy. They could do whatever they wanted to with each other. They could bring me a championship after the robbery that happened two years ago. Hey, I want to tell you, I listened to you guys uh, on 202, and it was a very good show. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. I, well, one. The next cast, I don't. Ah, know. I was really. I, I, I was hoping they didn't play the one we have tomorrow yet. Okay. No, no, no. I just, I'm just curious. So you do like ten different styles of radio shows now. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I think it hurts us. Here's, yeah, here's what we're doing. We throw anything and everything up against the wall and yeah. see if it can finally stick somewhere. Just don't make fun of Asians. That would be the advice oh, I have. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, so how's the midday thing going? Ah, uh, it's good, man. Five hours is uh, it's rough, but it's like we don't want to say no because we're worried if we say no, they'll fire us. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's where I'm like, hey, CK, I need a weekend off. Like, do you? Well, then maybe you can take the rest of them off. <laughs> well, I figure, I mean, you guys will have evenings like within like a week or two here, right? Oh, stop. Why would you tease us like well, that? Well, I just, it's better than a tape for God's sake. You have to have a little self-assurance. And, and you know what? That's what we actually send out on our demo packages. <laughs> it's better than a tape. <laughs> Did you see, you had to be happy, though, when you saw like whatever the bloody Thursday or whatever, 209 CBS employees get let go. And yeah. none, none of us got fired. That has to be a record. I, you know, here's the JFK for whatever it it's is. It's the cockroach of the business. <laughs> it really, it, not only it's the cockroach motel because we all we all migrate back to it, yeah. which is the oddest thing of it all. It was very strange for us to come back here after being in Arizona. After we talked to Michael East and he said, "There's nothing for you here. Go do what you have to do." It was very strange after that. Oh wow, really? And, and it's very good though. It's good to hear you guys. I actually listen every Saturday night on the well, way out. You. Oh, where you where you headed? What are you doing at the studio now? Play a little poker. Play a little poker with the program director. Oh, is he, <laughs> is he listening? Yeah, he's listening right now. He's excited when I said I was coming down here to be on the show. Oh, cool. Well, hey, man, congrats to you boys, and you seem like you're ripping it up and 
tell CK that he uh, needs to go all in with the hideout. I think, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, you guys already did evenings before, right? I mean, you have a proven success story. Yeah, well, like, you know, we actually do. Don't overstate it. No, we did. We took it from like a, the 12 o'clock hour from a 0 point to a 4. That's something. That's something. That's something to dine out on. You're better than Jay Severn. That's something. <laughs> is it, though? <laughs> all right, there he is, Dukes, dude. Uh, good chatting with you, bro. Hey, good show, guys. Good, good to talk to you guys. All right, there he is. I right, move back. Yeah. All right, goodbye. Bye. Love that kid. Man, mm -hmm. there were times with Dukes and I, because we started out as board ops together before you had even moved out to D.C. Yeah, over on the weekends there. And, man, we would have a, you know, we'd sit there, and it's funny because we'd sit there on the weekends dreaming <laughs> about the point where, A, where he is now, you mm -hmm. know, but even being to the point where we're getting paid. For, to, for a show, yeah, to talk. Yeah. Instead of getting, being paid to sit there and hit a button every 20 minutes. And, oh, and we wouldn't. You know, mm -hmm. I like how Chad says thanks for having him on. It's like, dude, you're the you're the full time. You're the bigger. Yeah, you're the big name guy. Thanks for coming on our little weekend show. Jesus, <laughs> so we're sitting here. God, I don't even, now I'm all upset. Uh, upset about what? I don't know. This Jason Yeager kid. <laughs> I want something bad to. Happen. I don't. Here's the thing. I think he and I, this is the Jason Yeager kid. We were going back to the conversation earlier. American Idol. He's an American Idol. Went to high school with you, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess so, too. You don't really remember. I bet we were in the same place. He was a guy who sang and stuff. I don't know. What am I going to do? What plays did you do in high school? Oklahoma. No Brigadoon? No, I was in Oklahoma. I was in Greece. Kind of the typical ones you yeah, do. Yeah, the typical high school plays. I mean, we did some other cooler ones. Like what? Infidelities. Jesus Christ Superstar. I wish. I should play Jesus at some point in my career. I think I'd make a good Jesus. Should be Jesus? That's I'd like to see that. That's the problem, though. Jesus didn't carry around extra baggage. <laughs> he wasn't all about that gluttony thing that I'm, I've succumbed to. <laughs> Take a break and come out. Come back. Wrap come out. Well, whatever. We'll take a break and come back. Wrap this thing. I love how they're, I love how they're hanging around <laughs> playing poker at the station. Mm -hmm. Dan Mason, take take note of that. <laughs> you know the other thing that actually makes me upset about that too right. is that I love poker now. So now I could be one of the boys playing poker while you were off playing with your hair dolls. I could be around there going all in. Hit me. Oh, wait, no, that's not poker. It's black. Take a break and come back. Well, uh, I don't know. We got about a stack of stuff to get through and 20 minutes to do it in. So we'll do that next. Half and Dubs, you're in the hideout live on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. Come on! Hideout with L. Hefe and J. Dubs. Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, and slowly the world will live 
living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. alone. Hide out. Coming down the home stretch for the hideout. Mm Mm-hmm. 106.7 106.7 WJFK Hefe and Dubs. JFK is going to keep on rolling strong, though. That's right. Joe Radio continues. Yes. I believe Joe uh, is in studio. Joe. Howdy, guys. Hey, my man. How are you? Fine. Did fine. you come in and do the show anyway last week? You had the spite Maryland basketball? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. You do in your uh, in your bedroom, at least? Just sit there talking in the mirror? Prepping it up, practicing like they always encourage. Well, I do talking have Talking with a smile? I have a home <laughs> studio, don't you know? Are you broadcasting from the home studio? Yes, of course. I'm, uh, in, I'm in my boxers and my wife beater. I am, too. Get ready uh, to beat the dog. And <laughs> What's on tap for Joe Radio tonight? Well, you know, driving in, I was listening to your show. I thought tonight I'd do a one-man version of Oklahoma. <laughs> it's, Riveting. It's, it's a, tough. That would be a dramatic interpretation. but um, <laughs> It's going to be spoken word Oklahoma. <laughs> I love it. That's been, hey, Joe, who are you voting for? Or who did you did you vote in the uh, the primaries this last week? No, I was a bad Joe American. Uh-huh. I didn't vote in the primaries. I don't know how. I don't know how it works here in Virginia. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just show up. Who would you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you punch a card. Who would you have? Is there anyone that's sticking out? To you? I would imagine Joe's a Ron Paul guy. Yeah, I mean, but really, you're gonna, you're faced with a situation where you're going to throw your vote away. I think with Ron Paul, which is unfortunate. He's definitely the best candidate, but you know how these these things work. And so I don't know. I, I like Obama. I like what he's saying. I don't really think he's not saying anything. He's, he's not gonna, just saying. Yeah, he's not going to change anything. I mean, really, it's it's a crapshoot. All right. Um, and one of the things I'm going to cover on my show tonight, seriously, is. They did the Declaration of Independence before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This is my first show back since the Super Bowl. And I thought if you actually read the Declaration of Independence and or listen to it, we're really we're really losing a lot of things that are in that. You know, there's a lot of th- those things don't exist anymore. And did you hear a lot of people actually got mad about that? About, the, about people reading Declaration of Independence before the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, because they were reminded that as a country <laughs> we're being whored. Yeah, yeah, and they don't want to be reminded. That's like, you know, it's, it's like my neighbor who just lost his house who's moving out. Hey, you're moving on up? <laughs> no, I'm moving back into an apartment with eight families because uh. my arm just shot through the roof. And, uh, you know, he's out of his house. Yeah. He's only been there for two years. Yeah, those... He lost $150,000 on that thing. A lot of people, they just jumped into those arms, and now they're they're getting screwed. Wait a second, Joe, you have a house? I Well, I rent. Oh, Okay. I, I like, feel better now. What kind of money you make? Yeah, right. right. I'm making all that mad weekend money. <laughs> yeah. All right, there he is, Joe Radio, Thanks, coming guys. up tonight. You bet him. I love that. Look at all the. It feels like we're part of the family yeah. with Joe checking in, Chad checking in. It's awesome. By the way, Chad did mention, you know, numerous times we've been on XM202. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he's a fan of ONA and um, Ron and Fez. <clears throat> we will be a part of the Ron and Fez. Night of 100 podcasts on XM yep. Satellite Radio tomorrow. Tomorrow. Channel 202. And uh, we're going to be on sometime between 2 and 5. Yeah, let me see if I can in find the, out. In the East. It's just some. T- we're on Team Watley. So it's sometime between 2 and 5. But um, go to hideoutheretics.net. Find out what you need to know. We're also going to be doing the news talk thing tomorrow, too. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Dubs, I want to apologize. Okay. 
For I, what? I did something. What did you do? And it was completely accidental, dude. Anyone who well, it was really accidental. Accidental. Um, remember last week when you ruined one of the segments of the show by no by looking at the MySpace of a what appears to be a really hot chick? Yeah. She popped on the Hideout Insta Messenger mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, are you not signed in? I am Dubs. No, I'm not." She said, "Hey, can you tell Dubs want to chat?" And I said, "Yeah." And she said, grazie. She said, uh, tell Dubs hello and then I would love to talk. Ooh. I was at 749. You didn't tell me? Uh, we're in the middle of a show. You can at least tell me that a hot chick wants to talk. I don't think it's a chick. I think it, hey, you're states away right now. My imagination is just as good as an actual chick. Right. I don't need to know that it's some 17-year-old boy. It would, really wouldn't matter. It would matter in real life, but this is the Internet. 800-636-1067. I don't hold out messages from you. Really? Yeah, I tell you everything. Straight up. To the point. Straight Talk Express. That's what you get from J-Dubs. Uh, let me... <coughs> let me... um. You haven't been laid yet. When was the last time you were laid? About five months. Five months? Mm-hmm. I saw this thing from CNN, surprising reasons why you're not having sex. Okay. I want to go through these really quickly with you and see how many of these apply. And for okay. Melanie, who's listening. Um, first of all, it says that 40 million Americans have what experts call a sexless marriage. That's less than 10 times a year. That was my marriage. It was very close for me and uh, my my ex relationship. Where I was, I was in it for like five years, and by year three, we were down to probably about thirteen or fourteen a year. By the way, I had sex last night, mm-hmm. dude. With the dude? No. Ah. Um, only when my eyes were closed. <laughs> but when we were, it was awesome. How so? It's kind of forceful. You raped her. No, stop that. Of course not. Okay, I mean, I'm just saying, when you say forceful in sex, it kind of conjures that image. But it was really like, I took her. You know what I mean? She loved it. She wanted to be taken. I'm really, when you think about it, a sexy dude that offers <laughs> a lot of, like, exudes that. Really? Mm, I think so. So anyway, getting back okay. to this. This, this, so you know where I'm coming from, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Dubs, who has uh, been sexless for five months now. I have gotten a little other kinds of play. This is one of the things they said. <clears throat> um, your bed isn't sexy anymore. That's true. And they're talking about here where, you know, you're watching a lot of TV, you got your PDA, you got, you know, laptops and stuff. Mm-hmm. For you, it's a twin bed. Yes. I, I'm not going to have any dog chick crying. over and have her share my twin bed with me and Cody, my dog. Um, another, so that's a check for you. Mm. Your meds are stealing your sex drive. No. I'd say check because you're on some opiate pills that you I take. I am not on opiates. Essentially, that's what it is. And Mason, while you're taking note of <laughs> the poker game, also, take note of Dubs and his drug habit. Don't tell it to Dan Mason. Let's see here. It says your crazy, your crazy busy life mm. might be arisen. Right I, I will agree with that. I, you know, I've been 
reduced to trying to find online action now because really I don't have any time to go to the bar. I work at night when the bars are hopping and everything. Right. Oh, this chick wanted to chat with you online. Yeah, right? and you never told me about it. So now that you you're even hindering my online um, chances. I'm saving you from heartbreak. <clears throat> Here's another one of maybe why you're not having sex. Okay. You don't like your body. No, I, I have no problem with my body. How could you like that shallow of a body? I'm going to write a check down for that one. My body's nice. Um, here's Here, one, feel it. Here's one I'm going to put a check next to. Feel it. I've seen it. And for whatever reason, we're getting feedback now. Thank you. <laughs> um, your man's just not into it. Yeah. That is also a reason. <laughs> hey, I don't have a man. You don't need a man, do you? You're an independent woman. Let's go What's to your man. Get to do with me? Your man you're depressed? Are you depressed? Um, yeah, I would say I go through that quite a quite a bit. Now I, I'll go through good days, and then I'll go through uh, four bad ones mm -hmm. to perceive that. You're sick and tired. Is that true? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And here's one that I think probably is the biggest one of all. This is on CNN. Surprising reasons you're not having sex. What's that? Um, you've hit premenopause. <laughs> so. This is a woman's list. This isn't a guy's list. I don't know why any of this applies to me. Yeah, well, you're not having sex like a woman. Women can go for five months at a time. I don't know how you're doing it. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to judge you or say anything or harp on the fact that you're not getting laid. Why is it that you hate vagina? I don't hate vagina. I love vagina. I have a, a, a strong liking for the vagina. Me and the vagina are on good terms. Obviously not. You're not speaking. I don't need to speak. Hey, uh, really quickly, this is another one of these stupid surveys about men and women can't agree on on cheating. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I was homesick this week. I got sick. And so I was able to watch a little daytime TV. Yeah. And this show, Cheaters, was on. Has anyone seen this show? Oh, yeah. Cheaters has been around for a while. It's usually my late night watch. Dude, this is the best foreplay there is. It got you, got you going. It got me excited. There was because there's something so wrong about it. Wrong about the whole show in general, just because they they're Dude, exposing me, this me, stuff. Let and... me break this one scenario down. So, this guy's about to marry this girl, but he's got this feeling that mm -hmm. something ain't right. So you know they follow her around, mm -hmm. and you know how cheaters does it. And for those of you who don't know, they follow her around. Private investigators, they catch nothing for like the ten days. So she's pretty sneaky. Well they're, they're, well, they're not even, I mean, usually even if you're sneaky, they catch you. But there's mm. just nothing. So, <clears throat> so they end up, uh, he's like, dude, I just know something's up. And a lot of times when you know something's up, something's up. Yeah, you can usually trust your instincts. So they put stuff like motion detector cameras in the house. And there's one in the living room and there's one in the bedroom. So what kind they, of budget does cheaters have? I know, it's amazing. So anyway, this is a great episode. So the guy's at work mm -hmm. late because he is going to buy surprise his newly his new wife with a uh, with a house. So he's working wow. extra hard and working late. Turns out, after thirteen days of you know surveying this chick, watching her, yeah, knock on the window. She's there on the couch. Some dude comes over. 
the dude is the boyfriend of her maid of honor. Oh, wow. So they're just hanging out at first. You're thinking, oh, maybe they're just chatting because, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's friends. Yeah. Then they start making out. Oof. So 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 for for fourteen days they weren't doing anything. It was just a it was a bad luck streak for cheaters that they that they didn't hook up those first Dude, few days. Then they hit the mother load. So not only did they make like and so when they're mm. not making it out on the couch, they like grab. You know that thing where you where she grabs your hand, and you're going to the bedroom, and you know you're getting ass. Yeah. Like that was the part that like turned me on. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that that, that feeling. You it's get. that it's that walk of follow me. Yeah. Because, you know... We're about to get going here. A little friction. And so then they had a camera in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And apparently they recorded the whole act of sex between these two. Is that legal? Well, yeah. He's, it's I his guess house. It's, yeah. So then the best part is that they go to the bachelorette party to confront. Because they have the confrontations. Oh. So they go to the bachelorette party. And he's like, you know, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And the maid of honor is there. Of course. So they show the video to the maid of honor. And by the way, the, the guy they ended up having sex with the, with the bride-to-be. How, how was she? Was she cute? Yeah, she was a cute little thing. Uh, he's out like in a he's out in a car getting high, like smoking <laughs> weed. You know, he's just a complete yeah. fireball. And you, can, so, you can lay the pipe. And so now the husband-to-be sees the video. The maid of honor sees the video of them actually like rocking it. Like, he's destroying it. You can tell through the pixelation he's destroying it. And the and the maid of honor comes over and, like, throws cake on the girl. <laughs> and they course. start fighting. Turns into a whole Springer thing. Oh, it does. It's aw- And then the cops show up. And the cops end up arresting the host of the show. for Insane a ride or something? Yeah. But it was so, it was so naughty and hot. Like, the whole thing. Really sexy. And I don't know, maybe because there's like a wrongness mm-hmm. of it. Oh, know? yeah, without a doubt. I mean, there. you've gone through the cheating thing. Yeah. We all have. The, that is the most exhilarating and just exciting point of a relationship is when you're cheating <laughs> on the girl. Because you can get caught at any time. You could lose everything. It It, it really is throwing the mortgage and all your money down on one horse. I've been there, and I've done that, and I'm not going to do it anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's not smart. Just like throwing all your money and your mortgage down on one house. Yeah. I know, one horse. You're going to, uh, you know, lose one of these times, but there is something really fun about it. I think it's just because it's so wrong. Yeah. You know? And But, like, even more than that, like I, I would never think that I'm the dude that wants to bang another guy's dude, another guy's chick. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what almost seems like. Like, imagine if you're that guy, who's the boyfriend of the of the maid of honor, mm-hmm. and so you're, and she, by the way, wasn't all that hot. You know, she was kind of the chubby friend, of course. And then all of a sudden, the bride to be is like, "Hey, I gotta, I gotta get some strange before I get married." I'm gonna take my maid of honor's guy. Imagine being that dude. He's man. He he struck, struck the gold mine with that uh, that friendship right there. Yeah. So anyway, the moral of the story is that the bride to be in a mental institution now. She had a mental breakdown from the whole thing. Awesome. This might have been the greatest television show that I've ever seen. I can't believe that thing isn't the top rated show 
at all times. No, you know what? You, you know why? Make a station around. You that. know why it's not though? Because it does kind of take you back to a place if you've ever been a cheater before, where you do feel awful. Like I then I watch that and I'm like, oh my god, what a scumbag I was. And then you think back to all the stuff you Exciting. you did creeping around. Yeah. And you're like, oh man. Well, the did, best part about that show I, is I critiquing did. them on how on the the miss the mess ups they make because you're like, yeah, I didn't make that mistake. I had enough, uh, you know, peace of mind to know that I do not swing like that. Right. So hot. So wrong. You want me to go through a couple of these uh, women and men can grand cheese stats? Nah, it doesn't matter. All right. I just wanted to talk about Cheers, the greatest show ever. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else watches this show. Oh, oh everybody does. And then the, and anybody then, who uh, has insomnia has sat there and watched Cheaters before. And the great thing about that host, that Joey Greco guy. Yeah. Is he anybody other than the host of that? Or like, did he do anything else? Didn't he get shot? On the show? I don't know. I or stabbed? Stabbed. Did he stabbed really? on the show. Uh, one of the people he confronted or something stabbed him on a boat. That's awesome. He's so calm, cool, and collected. He's almost like a... Uh, He's a prick. I'd be so pissed if I got caught by him. Yeah. And he expects cool. everybody to uh, you know, step in line with him and his requests. Yeah. That's why that was awesome, that he getting arrested. <laughs> I'm going to go home and bang my chick again now. Just pretend like we're cheating. Hot. Alright, I want you to... Alright, here's what I'm going to go home and I'm going to bang my chick. And then I want you to come in like you're the boyfriend, Dubs. <laughs> Alright. And like start a whole thing, like a Don't fight. Don't me, I'm going to now. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just to be What are you intrusion. doing with my girl? You can't take care of her the way I can. Let's just start yelling at each other. <laughs> just fighting. Don't we're friends. What's wrong with you? You know it's gonna be. You know how many guys there are heading out right now <laughs> listening to this show. How many times when you were a guy when you were a guy in a relationship? I know I'm. You are now. Well, I remember if you're a guy in a bad relationship. How many times did you? Right whenever your chick would go out of town to visit the parents or maybe you went out with just the guy friends, you thought, this is the night. This is the night I'm going to cheat. This is the night I'm going to just pull a chick out of the bar and do my thing. Dude, no. you got to plan. You don't sit there and hope that it's going to happen. No. you gotta, you gotta, you got to lay the foundation. Of course. So that when she does go out of town... You don't have to work and hope all weekend. You've already got it. I'm talking. I'm talking at the beginning when you first decide. Yeah, I'm going to be a cheater. I don't know. Man, everything in life revolves around getting sex. Mm -hmm. Everything. That's why life's so awesome. He's this Gary Coleman. He's all excited because he just got married, and he's like the. He says he's the real life forty year old virgin. I'm in stand virgins. What are you waiting for? It feels so good. And Gary Coleman, you don't have any, very many more good years left on you. People with your... Uh, Affliction. Yeah. End up having a heart that grows and your body doesn't. Your lungs are just going to pop out your butt. <laughs> oh, man, I went to pancreas. <laughs> All right. Joe Radio's up next. Big announcement on the Junkies Tuesday. 
thank you to our boy Chad Dukes for swinging into the hideout tonight. They're upstairs playing poker right now. Mm-hmm. CK's bluffing. He doesn't. Ha- he doesn't have it. He's bluffing. Mm-hmm. Please don't be bluffing, CK. <laughs> don't don't play with our emotions. Don't mess with our emotions. Hideoutradio.com, hideoutheretics.net. Tomorrow we'll be on XM202. Details on that on hideoutheretics.net. Also, we're going to do a little AM talk tomorrow as well. The hardest working, non-hired radio people in the business. The most talented people on the beach, kind of. It's FA and Dubs. Until next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.